So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have two guests uh, with me today. Uh, kind of random, by the way, a quick meeting uh, with a dear client, Treasure Davis, you're going to get to know in a minute, who's just flying in to work on a couple projects, and a longtime dear friend, both of which, by the way, have been on the Tom Ferry Show, Kirk Kessel from Melbourne, Florida, in town with his uh, son and daughter, a little holiday break before school starts. And I thought today it'd be super fun just to go random with these two. I've got six or seven questions, things that are probably on your mind if you're paying attention to the real estate space, what's happening in our world, Realogy doing a deal with Amazon, et cetera. And I just want to get two extraordinary agents' input and insight or opinions on all these things that are happening. So uh, by way of context, Treasure, why don't you take a minute and just introduce yourself to everybody out there. Who are you? How long have you been selling homes? Give us a little background. Tell them what you did before you got into real estate so they really get to know you. Okay. So who is Treasure Davis? So my name is Treasure Davis, and we are located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I've been a realtor since 2005, native to Colorado Springs. And before I got into real estate, I also worked at a medium security male prison. You can see that, right, Kirk? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yes. A male prison. A did, male you to, prison. did you go to the dry bar when you were working there? Or was that, <laughs> yes. that probably didn't exist then? No, no. You tried to wear like size 12 clothes, like way too big for you, your hair up, like no makeup. You tried to look as homely as possible. So I'm trying yeah. to picture that <laughs> with you. That's, <laughs> a, that's a little bit, it's a little bit different. Yes. So mm. how did you go from medium penitent, medium, like as in like security, yes. not as bad, maybe not as crazy, but still crazy. Pretty bad. We are still talking about prison. Yes. To real estate. I mean, I feel like it's a natural transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you calling buyers and sellers inmates? Yeah. Wow. Or is that other or, agents? Sorry. Yes. I, I think it's a normal transition. I... You know, the working for the state is great. It's a state job, so there's mm -hmm. some comfort to it. Sure. But being an entrepreneur, you can only do that for so long before you're like, I got to do something different. Yes. So, and we wanted to live in the big city. We lived in a really, really small town of like 7,000 people mm -hmm. where you worked at the prison or Walmart. So wow. those were really oh, wow. your options. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the prison obviously paid a lot better. Than, sure. And a lot than Walmart. Of, <laughs> okay. And a lot of opportunity to move up and which is good for an entrepreneur because it keeps you there longer. Yes. But then it was time to spread my wings and see what I was made of. Yeah. And so how, how old were you when you got into the real estate business? Gosh, um, 12. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I was probably 27, 28. Yeah. So, so, so already, you know, married, I'm assuming kids, married. you know, that kind of experience. So you get into real estate and, and just for optics, uh, how many transactions did you do your first year? And then how many did you do in 2018? So when I first got into real estate, that was 2005. Yeah. Good and timing. Move, I'm great timing. Wow. Mm -hmm. yes. Left state jobs, bought a home, stated income, um, left, we had bought and sold businesses. So mm -hmm. that was our third business that we had bought and sold. Yeah. Um, Cause also working at the prison, I had a wedding store as well. So I was a wedding planner slash worked at a prison. It's a natural, <laughs> definitely a natural. Yeah, right? I can see that. It's that entrepreneurial wow. side yes. of me. Yes. So we had sold that off and then, um, it was just, 
I don't know. There's just so much excitement. I forgot your question. I'm so sorry. So, so first year, how many <laughs> transactions? Yeah, no, they, listen, this is definitely going to just be a random fun interview. Okay. So, so yes. how many transactions your first year? So my first year, um, I think I did about 3 million, which is pretty good okay. for not, ha not being from, I mean, I was born in Colorado Springs, but mm -hmm. did not grow up there. Got it. So started from ground zero door knocking, holding on to every lead that came in. Yep. Um, paying referral fees on reload that came to us and then fast forward to 2019. Yep. Um, well last year, 2018, I did 125 transactions myself. Mm -hmm. Our team did a little over 360. This year I'm going to do a hundred and our team will do about 450 transactions. Do you hear that buddy? Wow. 125 transactions on her own. Yes. And then the team did it, the balance of how many again? So last year, 360. This year, okay. we're on track for 450. I'll do 100 this year. So I'm okay. scaling back a little bit, but I love it. So so in case you guys are wow. wondering, yes, I'm going to ask about marketing and schedule and all that stuff. But we got a bunch of random questions yes. that I just mm -hmm. want to get their input wow. on. And then we will dig in into what's, you know, what they're doing. Like, how in the world is she doing that much on her own? Plus has two amazing daughters and a husband that likes her. Like, hello. It's kind of a big deal. Thank all right. You. So how big is your team, just for context? There are 15 of us now. Okay, 15 of us. And how long have you been with us now as a coaching client? Six years. Six years, right? Mm -hmm. So kind of 2013, we were talking about that yes. earlier, right? So again, just giving you context for maybe the way that Treasure thinks or views the, the business differently. Um, let's go to Kirk. So Kirk, uh, how long in the business now? Uh, 37 years. I and, started in wow. 1982. Yeah, 1982. When he was, you were 18 or 19? I was, I was 18 years old when I started. I got out of high school in 1981, started in January of 82. And wow. okay, so for context, because again, we're talking about you know two crazy entrepreneurs here. What did you do before you sold real estate? Well, mine was a better job. I mowed yards. <laughs> <laughs> I literally mowed yards. That That's might be all an easier transition, I think. Uh -huh. I'm not sure. I don't know. They were nicer like, people. They were nicer well, people. Probably. We didn't have to wear baggy clothes. We got in the sun. It was a great job. That's true. Yeah, That's it was true. A great job. All right. So and and you went into real estate. You were how? I mean, like he and I have known each other for God, like 29 years. So mm -hmm. so you're like. 19 years old, selling real estate. I started selling real estate when, literally at 18 and a half years old. So I was going to part-time college and selling real estate. I made so much money my first year, I dropped out of college. My folks were like, you're crazy. You're going to give up you know, college for a real estate job? Really? Yeah. Fast that, forward. That kind of worked out. Yeah. What a great deal. Absolutely. What a great deal. So, so give them high level, a few of the seasons of your career. And I'm going to ask, I want to ask you the same exact question. So seasons meaning first couple of years I did this, then I did that. Then we bought a company. Then I sold a company. Like the seasons of your career. Okay. So they get context. Because 37 years is a lot of time. There might be someone listening right now that's 28 years old. You've been selling real estate, you know, nine years longer than they've been alive. Yeah, my deal was always, I wanted, I started, I bought my first house at 16 years old, um, put it in my dad's name. And I was always buying and flipping real estate. So I've always done that. Um, when I was in 22, 23 years old, I bought my first mobile home park, flipped that. Um, managed it for about three years, but I was always flipping out of a deal to get into something else. So um, my first year of real estate, I made $55,000. I don't know how many houses I sold, but yeah. I made $55,000, which back in 1982 was a ton of money. Enough money to say, hey, I'm making more of my mom and dad. I'm not going back to college. And okay. I just kept selling real estate. I did a ton of relocation. That's where I got, that's how I built my business. Mm -hmm. And I door knocked. Yeah. I door knocked. Yeah. I, I mean, literally door knocked from the time, nine o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon in with Mel a tie, with a tie on in Melbourne, yeah. Florida. We're talking hot and sweaty in the summertime. Mm -hmm. We're talking hot and sweaty most of the time. All the time, yeah, yeah. yeah except for the <laughs> except for the winter time. But I mean, I didn't know any better. So when I got on the phone, my broker said, "Hey, you're supposed to be on the phone making calls today. What are you doing?" And you know, I was a, I was a high school, you know, college kid. 
at eight o'clock in the morning, if I wasn't in there, he was calling. And then it became seven o'clock in the morning, he was calling. And then it became six o'clock in the morning. So what happened was he created a habit with me. I was up at six o'clock. We'd go to breakfast at 6.30. By seven o'clock, I was in the office. By eight o'clock, I was making phone calls. Yeah. And the only way I didn't make phone calls is if I already had appointments. So my goal was to have as many appointments as I could. Yeah. So I'm not making phone calls. Right. Yeah, because I wanted to fill the pipeline. I mean, that was it. So, so both of you have done a lot of unique things in your business. And I wanna, I'm going to hit you with, I want to go back to seasons. Okay. You were a single agent. Then you got an assistant. Correct. Then you built right away. You built a right team. Mm-hmm. Then you had your own company. Correct. Then you sold it and retired. In two, and then just in two thousand one, I sold it. I stayed on for three years till two thousand four, and then took five years totally off. So yeah. I did not come back in the business till two thousand nine. Kind of burned out, just tired. Made a ton of money. I mean, I developed shopping centers for myself. I developed condominiums. We sold yeah. all the condominiums. I owned four hundred rental units at one time. Um, had to buy a plane just to fly to see different properties. I had a property in Eufaula, Alabama, of all places, a uh, huge mobile home park that every Friday I go spend the whole day there, you know, just figuring out the problems and what we had to do. So super, super busy. Um, yep. In 2002 and 2004, had two kids, um, decided, hey, I just want to be a stay-at-home dad. And then fast forward, when they went to school at six years old, yep. like, all right, now what am I going to do? Because my yep. only hobby is work. Yeah, literally. And, and <laughs> yes. this was all, you know, basically in 2007, eight, when everything was just taking a turn for the worse. Yes. So I had a lot of projects going on. So I spent a lot of time digging these projects out yeah. of, of messes. I mean, yeah. banks that went broke, that um, a mess. I ended up in court. It was, it was a terrible four or five years um, in, in 09, got back in the business again. Yeah, and came back you and a partner, correct? Right? Who's I mean, a fantastic guy. So you know, he's the big, brains of big the outfit. Shout out to D Wayne. Hello, Mr. Carpenter. <laughs> right? Hello, hello. Yes. Um. So so I'm going to transition back to you. Transitions or or just again for context for the people that are listening. I want them to understand like the depth of who we have here. Give them like give them some optics around you know pre team what it looked like pre what it, you know us working together what did it look like what's happened since like give us some sense of sort of the seasons of growth and experience in your business. Yes. So when I started, I joined my father-in-law who was mm-hmm. in real estate and we had this concept of becoming a team. Yep. Um, fast forward, didn't realize that he was not paying taxes, which is yes. a very important part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And having How's your he making a hundred grand a year and going to every baseball game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, not, paying, not paying Uncle Sam. Right. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't um, go over well. Yes. So he decided to get out of the business and smart and, um, was doing some multi-level marketing, got out of the business. But mm-hmm. when he left, there was nothing for him to sell off or get referral fees out of or do yeah. anything with. So when he left, we were like, what do we do? We mm-hmm. just bought a house, stated income, which we know the interest rate's going to adjust on us. We left cushy state jobs. We sold off two businesses to come here. What are we going to do? How are we going to make this work? And so got into the business and just wanted to work hard. And I can still remember to this day having a mentor that was like, you got to find your niche. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Why do I have to find a niche? This is a small town. Yeah. Colorado Springs is a small town. I don't need a niche. Yeah. And I can still remember that feeling of I can sell this whole city. Yes. But it was in like self-development and reflection of like, what really do I love? Mm -hmm. What clients do I really love? And for me, it was really being in a military town of five installations and yeah. having my brother-in-law's active duty. It was, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that really built the fire. And so that's what I really built it on. But I can still remember hearing that. Obviously, my business life isn't as robust and as amazing as that. But mine started off. It's different. It's totally different. different. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to you know, go from, I need an assistant 
-hmm. my average price point is lower. So how am I going to get an assistant? Okay, I'm going to split an assistant with two other people in the office. Yes. Okay, then we're going to go to now I'm ready for my own assistant. So taking kind of those baby steps Mm -hmm. and being able to, as you say, like fail forward. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, that didn't work. Okay, I learned from that. Now I'm going to make a different mistake, not the same mistake, but I'm going to move forward. And then I got um, an assistant who has been with me since seven years, eight years now. Unbelievable. Yeah. She oh, is my backbone, great. our team chef, our mom. She's our, she's our world. Yeah. Um, and holds us all together and manages my schedule and manages me. And the thing that has made our team has always been being true to ourselves and true to our clients mm-hmm. and being authentic and always striving to do the best, even though it's not always an easy decision. So then I was paying, I did a transaction mm-hmm. um, with a realtor that it was her first transaction. I didn't know. She added me on Facebook after it closed and I said, oh, I want to meet you. She was with a competing brokerage who does a lot on recruiting, which yep. I'm not going to say their name, but yep. they're very big in recruiting. Yep. And so she thought she was going to recruit me over. Uh, yes. What happened was I was like, I don't want to have a team. I just want to give you referrals because I have too many leads coming in that mm-hmm. I can't manage. Yep. So I'll just give you a referral. You give me a referral yep. fee. That's our team. This was kind of before teams were really a thing. So then we started doing that. She came to me and said, I want to join the team. And I was like, well, okay, let's try that. She's still with me today. Yes. And we just started building one by one by Mm -hmm. one by the right people, by our core values, by our culture, and just staying true to us. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's go random. You guys ready? Yes. I'm ready. All I want is your opinions. Now they got some context for who you guys are. Okay. <laughs> Rilogy signed a deal with Amazon. Yes. Right. Amazon, you know, the almost trillion dollar business has, I don't know, more unique visitors probably every day than Zillow has probably in a month. Right. Pretty good. And I don't know the exact number, so don't correct me on that, but I'm going to guess it's pretty darn close. Big. It might even be higher. Yes. It's big. And if you remember about a year and a half ago, they posted a page that said, hey, need a real estate agent? And shockwaves throughout our entire industry. People were freaking out. Realogy, whose stock has been trading in the five and $6 range, right? I mean, the second large, NRT being the second largest in, you know, individual company mm-hmm. next to home services is number one now. We're talking about Sotheby's, Cole Banker, ERA. They just did a deal with Amazon. What's your opinion? I think it's a great deal if they can manage it. I mean, I, I think what will happen is, is they'll send all these referrals. It's going to be the same as any other referral mm-hmm. company. Yep. It's going to be the first one that responds. It's going to get the shot at the, at the lead. Yeah. So you're going to have to speed the lead. That's yeah. what you always talk about, speed yeah, the lead. Yeah. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also think it's going to change the way that we're paid as realtors, which I think all of us mm-hmm. have known has been coming for a long time, that I think people are in denial head in the sand of what's yeah. about to come our way. Yeah. So what do you mean? Okay. So let's, but okay, go, go deeper on that. And you kind of went to a tactical thing about what you think they need to solve. What is your opinion of the deal? What do you guys, I mean, what do you look at Amazon just partnered with Realogy. What do you do if you're Remax, Berkshire Hathaway, Keller Williams company, just name every company. Like what, what do you think those CEOs are saying right now? Ooh, They're think- wishing they made the deal. Yeah, I think they are too. Yeah. I think they are too. I Why? think it's that good of a, it's a powerhouse deal. Amazon's huge. I mean, if you think about what, what really done to pull this together, it's, it's, I think it's the biggest deal out there. When I, I read about it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I agree. I think they're the ones that are going to give some more mm-hmm. play, some more room in the market as to options for consumers. Yeah. It's going to change the industry. Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely going to change the industry. Okay. What do you think is not going to work about it? This is just a totally random. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious. What do you think is not going to work? 
I think they're going to have to educate the public because the problem is the public still, when we meet with the public, they're not educated. So, mm -hmm. so for instance, somebody will call us on, um, I'll say home light. Yeah. Um, and they'll say, Hey, we, you know, we want to list our house. I call them right back. Hey Kirk, how you doing? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, I, I saw you, you know, you requested a realtor. Oh yeah. We were going to call you. Well, by you doing that, I'm now paying a referral fee to do that. So <laughs> you all know what he's talking about. What, what, it, yeah. what, what I'm saying is that the general public is not educated in how to get a realtor. Even yeah. these are sometimes friends of mine. Oh, we we're going to call you. We're just looking for the top top yeah. agent. They go to yes. top agent site yeah. and they pull up and say, hey, we saw you on there. But if they click click on it, now all of a sudden I'm paying a referral fee. So it yeah. changes the industry. But I'm going back to the, the consumer has no idea how it really does work. Yeah. So I think it's changing the industry as well as the consumer is also the realtor. Mm -hmm. It's going to make us level up. It's going mm -hmm. to make us come with our A game. It's going to make us perform and do things that are outside of our comfort zones. Yeah. And our industry needs to do that. Our industry as a whole, as realtors, we need to get passionate about protecting each other, protecting our industry, and getting to where the consumers are mm -hmm. instead of complaining about what's happening. Yes. There are so many people spending so much time on social media. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate angry. this. It's like, They're yeah. angry. Yeah. yeah. You ha we have to get away from that, and we have to protect our industry. Yeah. Somebody was really angry. Like, these these automobile things are not going to work. <laughs> exactly. I'm doubling down on my horse business, exactly. right? right? I mean, that's that kind of feels like we're in that yes. type of inflection point in the industry, right? With how many billions of dollars being invested in, the total addressable market, the TAM, 17% of the GDP of the country. I mean, it's it's a bananas industry, so I'm not shocked. Um, go back to the, the commissions. What you, like, what's your opinion on what's going to happen to real estate agents' commissions? They're going to get squeezed. And it's a big industry. Like if you look at all the industries, yep. how much money we make is so much money. I mean, obviously yeah. I don't know how much, but it's a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's 86 to like $95 billion in commission income. Right. Why would investors year, not year, look absolutely. at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Investors are looking at that saying, I'm going to get a piece of that pie. Yep. And it's very easy to become a realtor. There's yep. no requirements yep. really to doing Super it. Super easy. And do you think that that should be changed? Absolutely, Absolutely. that should yeah, be changed. But what, but what do you say to then to the associations that make all their money on that or NAR that makes all their money on that because they need that for governance. I mean, they need we need somebody step, I'm just giving you devil's advocate, right? right. Somebody to step up to the man and say, wait, we got 1.4 million people here. We want you to vote this way. We, we have to ha pay more fees. Yeah, I think the fees either got to go up and the educational levels yes. got to go up because what's happening is we have people that get in the real estate business. I have probably one to two calls a week. Say, hey, Kirk, I'm getting my real estate license. Um, you know, are you looking to hire somebody in your team? Uh, no, first of all. And second <laughs> of all, there's really nobody in our town that will do any great training. So what happens is mm -hmm. you have your license, but you don't know a thing about the deal. Right. So yeah. now they're on the other side of the table and they happen to have Aunt Susie that wants to buy a house that yeah. they, the contract's a disaster. They bring it to you. You have to clean it up because their broker's spending no time. I mean, I can yes. fast forward, but yes. I mean, it's, it's all the same stuff. So because of the lack of education, they have no idea what they're doing. None. And it's epidemic. Yeah. What is it? 82 and 82% of the people? 87% failure rate. In what? Five years? In five years. I mean, it's yeah. like a restaurant. Yeah. You start well, a restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Hey, but in fairness, you've heard me say this, 90% of small businesses fail. Correct. Right. And the problem is in many cases in real estate, they fail, but they don't leave the business. Right. They do their one or two or three transactions a year. And then they're working at the, you know, medium penitentiary, you know, part time <laughs> for the benefits. Right. So, so do you guys think, and again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like fishing for controversy. I'm just, this is just a curiosity question. Um, do you think the Realogy, you know, Amazon thing is overall good for the industry? I think that it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think it is good for the industry because that's what consumers are demanding. And I yep. think the quicker that realtors yep. step up to what is being demanded of them, consumers are no longer willing to accept, oh, I'm not available until Friday at five o'clock yeah. and it's, and it's Tuesday. They're not accepting that anymore. Amazon it's, prime. I want it here in 30 minutes. Right. Go. And, and I want to yep. know where it is and I'm tracking where Bob yep. is delivering my package yep. right now. That's yep. what people are expecting and demanding. And that's our, it's, it's the Uber. Yes. I, I want to see a house today at three o'clock. Can yep. you do it? Uh, no, I can't do it. Okay. Thank you. They hang up yes. and call somebody else that can do it. So if you don't have a team that can show a house at three o'clock, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. When, the, when, when, um, Amazon sends you that lead, if you're too busy with your other clients, someone else is going to pick up that lead yes. yeah. and they're going to be happy to get that lead. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one. Ready? Mm -hmm. I buyers. And what should an agent do to win regardless of the iBuyer movement? Nobody, by the way, again, I want to be, for the record, I'm not for it or against it. It just is. You right. with me? It yeah. just is, right? There's a percentage of people that don't care, will take a little bit less, 8 to 9% on average, mm -hmm. to do an easy transaction to move along because they don't care, right? I know that sounds crazy, but there's a big percentage of that. What do you guys think is going to happen? I mean, you look at like Arizona, Becky, Becky's going to be here tomorrow. Yes. What is it? Eight, 10% of her marketplace now in Phoenix, Arizona that are these iBuyer transactions. If that was in your marketplace, I guess the question is, what do you guys think about it? And then what would you do to combat it? We participate. So if somebody comes to me and said, we're looking at an iBuyer program, I'm like, great. What are you looking to sell the house for? And then I, I go right into that mode because I'm happy to buy the house myself. Yep. If it's if it's a house that doesn't work for me, I have plenty of investors that will buy that house and they'll turn it into a rental. Yes. So, I mean, absolutely it works. But do you market that? Do customers know that? Is it a degree of separation or is it only, remember we talked about in February at the Elite? Mm -hmm. If your degree of separation is only there at the kitchen table, whatever that is, broadcast it. Mm -hmm. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Like, I do, think you do have people to know it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. you have to absolutely have to know it. You have to you have to let them know that hey, we have an iBuyer program, we have a condo division mm -hmm. program. Nobody yeah. else has that. Yeah. We have a team of eleven or twelve people, and we can service you like nobody else can service you. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when Aunt, I go back to Aunt Susie gets gets her real estate license, and wants to take you out and show you a house. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. She, she doesn't know what's going on. Hey, I'm not available this weekend. I can't do it. Or I want to sell my house, and you say, well, I don't know what the iBuyer program is. Yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. I know what it is. So they're going to want to deal with somebody that's in the business that understands what's going on. That's all they want. They want, they want, um, sophistication. The knowledge broker. They want, they want a knowledgeable broker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. By the way, I have an aunt Susie. That's totally. Oh, do you? Yes. So, <laughs> why do you keep talking about I'm her like that? She, may, she may be listening right now. She's like, Tommy, why am I Tommy. on the show? I know. <laughs> He's oh, making God. me sound like I'm a knucklehead. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what's your opinion? So I buyer, what's your opinion and how do you combat it? So looking at the iBuyer program, we were iBuyers obviously on a much smaller scale before there was an iBuyer program. Yeah. So you know when you walk into the house and you're like, I love this house. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what do you want to do? And you get the feel of what they want to do. So in our case, a lot of them wanted to move into new construction. Yep. New construction wouldn't start until their home was sold, but they didn't want to have to move twice. Yep. So walking in a house is saying, I'll buy the home. I'll let you stay here until your home is done. Yep. You'll rent from me and then you'll move on. Yep. And then I'll either flip it or rent it. That's what we've done. Or meeting people, the one that we're doing right now that we're flipping, we met them at a hard spot where they were in their journey that we were like, we will pay you fair market value and we will keep this renter in there because yep. no one's going to buy it because of the margins are not good on either side. Yeah. But we want to do what's good for you. We came in and bought it for fair market value. Now that the renter is out, we're flipping it and selling it. So we were smaller iBuyers before there was yeah. an iBuyer. But I think for us, it's being ahead of that. So not waiting for them to say, I'm looking for an iBuyer program, but coming to them saying, here are the offers. Do you like this program mm -hmm. or do you like mm -hmm. this program or do you like traditional? Yeah. You have options. Yep. We're here to just advise as to all the options that are there. And I think that's getting ahead of what everybody is doing instead of saying, oh, 
the iBuyer program is so bad. Do you know how much fees you pay? Forget that. Does yeah. that option work for you? Yeah. That's exactly Do you it. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is you it, have to advertise it. Yes. You have to, you have to, they, the, the public needs to know that you have that program yeah. out there because yes. otherwise they're going to call somebody else that's in the iBuyer profile and Absolutely. they're going to say, gosh, yes. we didn't know Treasure and Kirk did that. So we would, we'd love to have called you guys. We know you guys, um, but we just want to sell our house quickly because we got to be in wherever right away. So, so I was having uh, breakfast last Sunday with a guy named Ken Jenny, right? You've met mm-hmm. Ken before. I think you met Ken. Ken used to run. Uh, like head of franchise sales for Prudential. He was one of the senior executives at Coal Banker. Um, since then, he's been a consultant for basically every big technology company you know in real estate and lots of brokerages. So Ken's a longtime friend. We chat all the time. We met on Sunday and he asked me this question. Where do you see iBuyer in 10 years? What percentage of the market do you think it will be? 10 years from now, what do question. you guys think? I, I, I think it's a 20, 25%. Of the okay. market, I think it's that big. Okay, I think it's that because people do not want the hassle of putting their house. That's in the market. that's like in the U.S. That's like 1.2 million houses, uh-huh. right? I you think know, it's five that big. million being closed, right? You think I'm in that too range. Far off? What do you think? I think it might be a little bit less than that. Mm-hmm. I think you know, being a realtor myself, the idea of people coming through my house, mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled with that whole yeah. concept. So I might consider it, but the fees are more than what they're going to pay for a traditional, and the money that they have potentially yeah. leaving on the table is more. So it just depends on if they're looking for ease of move date or if they're looking for maximum profit. Yeah. So it just depends on where they're at in Boy, their that, journey. How, what a cool Instagram, uh, like, you know, those polling mm-hmm. options. Like, so is it ease of close date or is it maximum profit? Yes. Right? Well, and, and like the, if you were to sell your home, which is more important to you to start doing some polling on that? That's great. I'm really, going to do that today. All my friends are like, yes. Yeah. There's Still a caveat to that too. What if you were in a house and yeah. you paid 300000 for it and five years later it's still only worth three hundred? That's probably yes. not a market they're going to want to be in. If you buy a house yeah. for three hundred and now it's worth five hundred, all of a sudden, yeah, I'll take a little bit of hit. No one's coming through my house. I don't have to deal with the public. I don't have to do open houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a hit. I'll be done with it. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing now because if you bought, you know, basically in the last four or five years, you're seeing some good appreciation. Yes. yes. So people are saying, yeah, I can leave a little bit of money on the table and I'll move to the next opportunity. Yes. Yep. Um, if you bought in '05 or '06. There's no money. To, I mean, for, it's just getting back yeah. in some markets, depending on where yeah. you are, just yeah. to where it was. So yeah. I think there's there's some variables there. You look at the national number on this, and I study it all the time. Like, it's it's basically 2010 forward. Like, if you want to work your past clients effectively, anybody that bought from 2010, 11, 12, 13, like, the level of appreciation, like, hey, you were smart enough. This is Eileen Rivera 101. You were yes. smart enough to buy that house in 2010. The question is, will you be smart enough now to optimize it and take advantage of the profits? Mm-hmm. Right? And then go Eileen buy is it. so you know, smart. Eileen is, yeah. Yes. I mean, we love you. All right, I mean, so any other you. thoughts on iBuyers? Okay, you guys both answered it like you two, and I guarantee someone's watching right now, well, I'm not at that level. Mm-hmm. I am Susie. That's Susie he was just Aunt talking Susie. about, right? My Aunt Sue, Aunt right? Aunt Sue. What's up, Sue? Um, <laughs> if, if I was a five, six, seven deal a year producer, lifestyle business, you know, I make some money, like whatever, like I love real estate, but like I don't want to be like you two. What does that person do to protect themselves against the squeeze that's a good question because I, I think they're going to get, there's always going to be a little piece of the market that they have, mm-hmm. but I think the, the bulk of them are going to get squeezed out. I really do. I think there's so many new programs coming. I think there's so much technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, just now, if without the social media, if you're not a so, social media person or don't have one, you're left in the dust. I mean, yeah. we do so much you're social media. Yeah, you're non-existent. Yes. I mean, so it's really changed the industry. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was in real estate for 25 years. She had, she'd have no idea what to do right now. No right. idea. 
Yeah. None. It's, it's, it's changed that much. Um, I've been doing it for 37 years and literally we have a full-time marketing person, full-time, and we just hired a part-time person mm -hmm. to do marketing. So it's one and a half people just doing marketing. We used to do it ourselves. You know, 30 years ago, we did everything. Yeah. We take the pictures and nothing. Come on. Now we have yeah. licking and sticking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back Honestly, in the old days. So it's, I think, it's, I think yes. to answer your question. He's that old. Yeah. We Me had too. Had <laughs> Me too. We did. No, we did. I, I think to answer your question, I think they're going to be squeezed out. I really yeah. do. I think that's be, not what Susie wants to hear right now. I'm looking for some offense. You're, you know, you're, then she goes on a team. Then she goes on a team and she, okay. and she works as a buyer agent on a team, which is wonderful because then if she doesn't want to work next week because she's got something else going on, she gives them somebody else on yep. the team. Yep. That's, that's the way it's going to work. I, I really believe that it's, 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 it's changed that much. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does Susie do? What's, 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 you know, uh, Jose do who's like, Hey man, I do like 10 deals a year and I'm just not that into it. I'm raising my family, whatever, yada, yada, whatever their situation is, but they're just, they don't, maybe they don't have the ambition or drive. And that's even, that's even hard. They're just doing eight or deals. What and are they doing? happy? They might be happy. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't want to make them wrong because I mean, like, it's we know a million wrong. people like that. They're all beautiful people. What do they do? How do they stand out? I think that they have to partner with someone, maybe not on a team. I mean, that's always a great option, mm -hmm. but I think that they need to partner with somebody because even when I was a solo agent, I still partnered with people yep. and still kept that momentum going so that when life happened, we had someone to kind of pick that up. Yep. So I think that they need to partner with somebody. And I think when the iBuyer program is an option, when they present it and they're not afraid of it, mm -hmm. then they can team up with someone who is an investor in their marketplace Bingo. that can say, I don't want to do this, but call Tom Ferry. His phone number is nine four nine. No, yeah, yeah. careful. <laughs> yeah. So I would piggyback that. And you know, some of you uh, longtime followers and friends have heard me say before that now is the time I said it last year at the summit. Now is the time to find out who the investors are in your marketplace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And literally you can go on Facebook today and say, I see smoking hot deals every single week inside my office. If you or someone you know is interested in flipping real estate or just being the money behind it and making a greater return than you're getting in any other, you know, account you have, mm -hmm. right. Then we should talk. Because if you, like you did that, mm -hmm. you always had, five, before you were the investor yep. and you even have big money investors now on bigger deals. Yeah, well, and, and, and to, to answer your question a little mm -hmm. better is we have at least two people that I call all the time. There's more, but there's two that I call all the time on a deal that for whatever reason just doesn't, might not like the area, doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I give them a call and, and I rotate them. So, because they'll always buy the deal. I call them and say, hey, I got this deal. Yep. It's X, Y, Z. And they'll buy it from the people. The only caveat is I get the full commission because they're both licensed. So right. they buy all these deals, they'll either flip them to an investor, they'll, you know, fluff them up, yep. make it, sell them. Yep. But but I always have somebody that will buy the property, always. Right. Whether and, if it, even if it's not myself. And I think the other thing, obviously this isn't about coaching, but I think mm -hmm. there's so much leverage in the coaching platform sure. of meeting other people from across the country that maybe if the deal doesn't work for me or my investor, mm -hmm. I could say, "Hey, yes. I have a great deal in Colorado Springs. Look at what you're going to pay for a home." Yeah. You know, exactly. 250 Mm -hmm. That's nothing to you. Yep. So, but this is a great investment. This is what your cap's going to be. This is what it looks like. Yep. And that might work for someone that you know. So I think leveraging those relationships yeah. is going to be vital to moving forward. Big time. And that's so. what the small agent does. They have to leverage. They have to leverage. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I really wanted them to get. Like, like you can't, I, I, I would argue that it's not impossible to be a solo agent anymore. Right, it, the true solo agent who says, I'm going to do everything myself, mm -hmm. right, in a 24 seven push button, hit a button, expect magic to happen environment, I would argue is impossible to also have any semblance of a life. Correct, Correct. That, I agree. So to, a great transaction coordinator, the in-house marketing coordinator, like leveraging your broker, a buddy inside the office, you could say, I'm taking this weekend off, can you just, you know, can you take my phone calls, can you do a couple showings? Like, is that kind of the direction you're thinking? Correct. Yes. I do, I do. Okay. And that's the direction that we were going before there was that direction. Yeah. You have to have, someone that you know and trust that can cover your business, whether you're a solo agent yep. or a team. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's switch gears and let's talk marketing. Right, okay. a little, little less controversial than the first two points. Not that the first two were controversial, Ooh. just you know, just fun. <laughs> um, but but let's call it for what it is. I would argue that right now, with so you read the Burrell report, B O R R E L L, I think it is, and basically it's one of those many list companies that track how much money is spent in advertising in multiple different industries, healthcare, real estate, whatever it may be. So it's always been around sixteen billion dollars a year. So first of all, look, let's do context. $16 billion a year in advertising, $85, $86 billion a year in commissions. Like just, just think about like just those two numbers when people are like, I bought a Zillow lead. My ROI was only four. Well, there's been at $16 billion to get a piece of this. Of it's bananas. Yeah. Now, remember, this is every real estate agent on the planet, but it's mostly the big companies, right? Mm -hmm. The big tech companies that have big checkbooks to write. So the question I want to talk to you guys about is, with all that going on, kind of the squeeze conversation again, what are you finding that's working now in your marketing? This is really broad. So what's, what is working today to attract customers and to continue to get your own customers to come back to you, repeat, referral, direct, you know, referrals, et cetera? What's working? For us, it's staying in contact with them, being direct, being intentional, not spamming them. Yep. Nobody wants to be spammed. Yep. Um, the other thing that's working really who, hard for who? us our past client, any, yeah. anybody, nobody yeah. wants to be spammed anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said staying in contact with them. So staying in contact with our past clients, mm -hmm. staying in contact yep. with our leads and treating them how they want to be treated. Yeah. So what I always tell my team is when you call someone and you're like calling, 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 texting, texting, texting. Like when I walk into an apartment store mm -hmm. and they hit me right when I walk in and they're like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, I don't know yet. Yeah. Let me look around. Yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Let me look. Yeah. And then once I find something, I'm like, yes, I would like that shirt in a medium. It's on the top rack in the back. I can't reach it. Yeah. Now I want your help. And yes. now you're going to get the commission because you had that, you pulled that down for me. Yes. That's the same thing that consumers want. You have yep. to be there around because when they're looking, they don't have to go find you, mm -hmm. but you don't want to hammer them so much. They're like, forget it. I'm out of here. So I'm are you saying the down. internet lead stalking is no longer a factor? No. I, for the internet lead or for your database? For anybody. Like nobody okay. wants it anymore. I love it. In my opinion. It. Like yeah. you have to treat people how you want to be followed yes. up on. Yes. Um, the other thing that's working for us is making sure that we're customizing what we're doing mm -hmm. to the consumer. Yes. And to our leads and how we talk to them and offering them options. So mm -hmm. we're very option based. We're like, we have option A, option B. Which one do you like better? Mm -hmm. You don't like either? You like option C? Let's hybrid that. We got that. Yeah. So meeting people where they're at and making sure that they're protected in the transaction. Mm -hmm. So we have like a concierge of getting your home ready mm -hmm. and how to get your home ready if you don't have the funds up front. We developed our own. The other one is the inspection process, making sure that their home is protected yep. when they have a home inspector on the top of their roof that isn't insured. Yes. We don't allow that anymore. So getting ahead of where they're at and being able to say, we're protecting you. We're not just marketing the property. We're so much more than all of that. Okay. So the first part you're telling me about your marketing, but the second part you're telling me about how you do business once you get them. I yes. want to know okay. what, what is the push? So I'm going to give you guys some examples, ready? And you're, okay. you're answering all the right stuff and everybody's paying attention, but I want to go back to marketing. Branding and marketing, right? Marketing's only purpose is to generate appointments. Mm -hmm. Branding's only purpose is to create trust. Right. Right? Correct. You both do both, right? So marketing is, I buy ads on Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, Google, YouTube, Facebook, blah, 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 right? All mm -hmm. that. Geographic farms, open houses, working your database, your past clients and sphere, whatever it may be. What do, what do you do? 
We do all of them. So the big yes. one, we're, yeah, the big one. I know you do. That's why I wanted to just yeah. redirect oh, the question. The big yes. one that we've changed though since the last summit is we do the um, the, op- the the mega open houses. Yeah. Where we um, we door knock, we send out invitations. Hey, we have an open house coming this week. We have an ISA that's now going to be calling all those people around there. So really, we're touching those people and saying, mm-hmm. hey, please come see us. If you um, bring, if we door knock, we're going to mm-hmm. give you a ticket. If you bring this, and we'll throw it in there, and we're going to do a uh, drawing at the yeah. end. We want the neighbors because they know somebody that wants to buy the house. Yeah. Then once the house, once we get the deal. Once we get it sold, then we ask them to write a letter. We write the letter for them and say, "Hey, you can tweak this, but is it okay if we send this out?" It's whoa, whoa, whoa. what's the, what's the letter and, and who the letter you send says, it to? Hey, I um I just sold my house in you know Oceanside Village, and I worked with Tom Ferry. Tom and his team did a great job. We are so happy. If you're thinking about buying or selling your home, I would certainly suggest you reach out to Tom Ferry. He's a great guy. Signed, Kirk Kessel. So I'm the seller that's signing mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. but what's happening is you're the agent that's sending them all out. So you're yes. getting their permission. You're asking them to the Zillow reviews. You're asking them to Google all the reviews. You want yep. all that stuff. So yep. what you're trying to do is become a celebrity in your own market. Okay, you're getting into the branding side first. Yes. So so <laughs> mega open houses. Do you guys have a? Geog- I'm gonna, I'm going to just hit you back okay. and forth. Do you have a geographic farm? Yes. How big is it? Um, eighty five hundred people. Okay, so eighty five hundred people is how many communities? How often? Like how do you hit them? Um, we hit the condo. That hits uh, the wrong word. Yeah, hit. How many times do you communicate with them per month and how? <laughs> yeah, we on, on the condominium market, we typically hit at least once a month and then we do a mm-hmm. quarterly report. And okay. the people actually call for the quarterly report. So it tells you what's on the market, what's it selling price per square foot, and what's sold, what's contingent. So people like that. They actually yes. call and want to yeah. know what that report is. Yes. Um, the other thing that we do is we do um, all the letters to the different communities that we're farming, meaning mm-hmm. we want, um, I'll use Oceanside Village again. We want, there's 600 houses in there. We want all those people to call us when they're going to list their house. Mm-hmm. How do we get them to call? We do the mega open houses all the time. They see us. We knock, door knock them. So we get them in there. But it's we're branding the Carpenter Kessel team, mm-hmm. you know, as the they're the they're the group to call. They're the group. Mm-hmm. So direct mail, letters, postcards. We knock don't do on many doors. postcards. We do a lot. Okay. We do a lot more face to face door knocks than that. anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot more. You're of that. 37 years. In the, do you, are you you know still are you knocks. healthy enough to do it? Believe it or not. <laughs> hey, hey, it is hot. We've been friends for a long yeah, time. Yeah. No, but you, you want to tell the people, hey, we're doing this open house. And so now yeah. now um, our marketing department's setting it up where we've yep. got somebody else helping do the door knocking. Yes. So Because we can't keep up with them. There's so many. Yeah. And then we've also got now someone setting the open house up. So all I do mm-hmm. is go in there and I just get to talk to the people. Because yeah. yeah. what's been happening is we were getting so many people at these open houses. I'm busy talking to, to Treasure. Mm-hmm. And then Tom was a real buyer and I missed him because he got through the house yep. before I got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's we're, we want to make sure that I get to touch every person in there. I've got somebody else in there that sets the open open house up that we have we have brand our own candles so we have the same smell in every open house we have the same flags up we have the same cookies and i mean everything's the same so yeah. when you turn to one of our open houses Turkey. you know exactly what it, and we do the signs like tom says you know 30 yes. or 40 signs yeah. up yeah, they're yeah, yeah. everywhere they're everywhere okay so yes. what else are you doing so going back to what i started mm-hmm. with saying mm-hmm. is we have a moving truck Yes. So again, we're offering people options as to pieces yes. of that. They don't have to want yes. that, but we have it as an option. Yep. So we're making sure that we're offering the option. So if you want the moving truck, it's free. We give it to our community and we're advertising around that. So we're advertising and branding and marketing our options. So like looking to move, we'll move you for free. Yes. Some, you know, some headline like that, some CTA. So just using okay. that, obviously we have a geographic farm, but something... How, how big? So we have about... 2,500 homes. Okay. It's a neighborhood that I live in. Yeah. But the thing that I think maybe kind of sets me apart is I love the community. I'm yes. involved in the community. I yep. live in the community. Yep. My kids go to school in the yep. neighborhood. Softball and, you know, like the whole fam fam. Yes, yep. being on the school board yep. and living in there. Um, so that is really my niche. And what I want yep. people to do is when they think the neighborhood, 
they think Treasure Davis. Yes. And so it's great when, so the Wills mm-hmm. came to visit some people that lived in my neighborhood, which yep. is a really small world. Yeah. It was a blizzard. I live in Colorado. It was a blizzard and we still had an open house going. Yes. And they put on their social, Amazing. snow doesn't keep Treasure from advertising for our clients. And I'm yes. like, yes. yes. Yeah. So like that's good marketing and branding. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter what the weather is. Yep. We own this market. Yeah. This is our niche. But you have to be passionate mm-hmm. about it. You can't yeah. just look at everything and do, I'm going to do everything. Yes. You have to find the pieces that you're passionate about that you really want to invest in and go hard and deep mm-hmm. on those, not I'm going to touch a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you do mailers. I want to do mailers. Oh, yep. you do Facebook. I want to do Facebook. It's yeah. like what really yes. drives you and pushes you yep. and do that. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work after six months, you change it. Yes. So that's the key. You have to have a timeline that says, yes. okay, I'm going to try this for minimum 90 days. We think it's six months or longer. So you can't just send out one mailer a month yeah. and think, right. oh, I didn't get any calls, so I'm not going to do this anymore. No. It's all about consistency. And it's and about touching them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have people that deliver Popeyes for us, mm-hmm. mostly my children mm-hmm. who are on payroll. That's fun. But we it. have them drop off Popeyes. But then I went and we had a huge garage sale weekend. Yeah. So if someone has a farm, they should organize a garage sale weekend. Yep. We had a hundred homes we delivered donuts to everybody that was doing it wow and and when i went there like oh your treasure oh come here it's so good thank you for everything you do in the community thank you for all that and i was like oh my gosh you're like i'll give you 55 cents for all those pokemon (laughs) (laughs) i know for the kids on ebay i will take (laughs) that stuffed animal exactly (laughs) exactly but it's like being there and being true to it and letting people see that you're authentic you're not just doing it for a dollar yeah and that's why i think something that gets missed a lot is people are like oh i want to get in real estate i like houses and i want to make a lot of money yeah Mm, yeah it's a lot more than just that yeah yeah yeah. okay let Go ahead. No, it's what we were talking about earlier. It's it's my passion. It's my yes. hobby. I, I mm-hmm. love doing it. Yep. So when I cease loving to do it, I want to be a golfer, I'll go golf. But right yes. now, I love selling houses. Yes. And I could see myself selling houses until I'm 80 years old. But it's the satisfaction of having the client say, wow, this is this was great. Thank you so much. Because yes. there's a ton of emotions, as we all know. Yes. And, and yes. even the seasoned seller and seasoned buyer get those emotions at some point when the lender or something, something yes. hiccups. Yeah. The closing, Delayed in closings. Yeah, the and, the yep. closing yep. didn't get closed when it was supposed to. And they're like, oh, my gosh. It's our job to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's the plan. And it's our job as realtors to eliminate that. Mm-hmm. It's our job to elevate that industry. Mm-hmm. So when you set a closing date, it's not just a file that people can move to another day. Correct. It's people's lives. And the minute that we all start treating it like that, it's going to elevate our entire industry and protect yes. us yes. from the squeeze a little bit more. Yes. Let's talk about uh, social and video. So what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? You know, do you think, does somebody have to do video? Do agents have to do video? Yes. Do agents uh, have I, to do social? I think you have to. Now, we've just started doing a ton after this meeting mm-hmm. we had in February with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, just video after video after video. And it, now the question is, the, these agents are doing video. All, other other competition are, yeah. but they're not able to get them out there. So yeah. the problem is you got to be able to get them out there so that you become, a, like I said earlier, yeah. a celebrity in your marketplace. Yeah. When you go to the grocery store, they say, hey, there's mom, there's treasure. She's at the grocery. Yeah. Oh, she's the lady that's always on TV. She's the lady that's yeah. always on the Insta. Yeah. Yeah, everything I fourteen year old TVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, that's what they watch. Yes, they watch. They watch their phone. Mm-hmm. But there's that. There's that lady, mom. So that's what you want, and you do that by you know the open houses. You do all the stuff we've been talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. So social and video. Give us an example of what both of you do. Like in a normal week or month, if I'm in any one of your social channels, what am I going to experience? I mean, you're going to experience us day to day. So we share stories throughout the day of like what we're doing and. What's mm-hmm. going on? And again, there's so much noise. I mean, you've been speaking a video yep. for years. 11 years. And oh, now yeah. everybody is like, oh, 
oh, we should do a video. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. hello, I'm like, I'm like coaching clients. Yes. I've been telling you that. <laughs> yes. But now there's so much noise about what to do. And so everybody's yes. like, you've got to have a food channel. <laughs> Look at my producer over here going, <laughs> yes, hello. Yes. hello. Yeah. I'm Sorry. taking him with me today. Yes. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much noise about what to do and how yes. to do it. And so people yes. are doing things again that they're not passionate about. Yeah. They're like, oh, I have to have a food channel. Okay, I'm going to do a food channel, yeah. right? That works really yeah. well hey, for that people. that worked for Kyle. I'll it, do it too. Instead, yes. instead of like, what and, is my DNA? And Kyle killed it. Yes. And so I'm like, good for Kyle. That is his yep. niche. Like every yep. time he's up, he has a beer. He's having a good time. Mm -hmm. He's hanging out. It's aligned with his brand. It it's is. what people expect. He throws big, huge parties for his clients. He says yes. every open house has to have an after party. If it doesn't have an after party, it wasn't a good open house. Oh, wow. But that's, that's his brand. Yeah, that's his brand. That is his brand. That's not my brand. It's not my brand no. either. No. No. And so for us, we had to really take some time and figure out what was our brand. And yep. for us, our brand is our military. And our yes. brand is the charities in our community. And so we did a page called Live Love 719 yep. where we're, we're talking to the nonprofits in town. Like, did you know what this nonprofit does and what they do for our community and how they do yes. it and spreading the word like that because Colorado Springs is the nonprofit headquarters. We have five military installations. Wow. We need to talk about the good that's being done yes. in every community and not having it be bad news. Yes. The Like there's enough bad news. They can get that at five or seven whenever the news yeah. is on. I want them to feel whenever it's on. I love that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yes. know. I don't watch TV, no, me but I want people to feel like if there is something that drives them, that they're, they have an, like, if they love pets, go check it this out and we're getting it shared. But mm -hmm. the thing that we're doing is we're not making the videos about us. Yes. We're in the beginning, but then the video is all about them and what they want to talk about and the good that they're doing. And that really feels our bucket of who we are and what we want to accomplish. And the local businesses that we are, mm -hmm. we're making sure that they're doing something good for the community as well. Yep. So a little boutique donates to homeless teens so that they can get jobs and look presentable mm -hmm. on their first day. But then they also do something global to help people adopt children in Africa mm -hmm. that are teenagers that can't get adopted. Yes. People need to know that because it might make you go, I'm going to go to that boutique if yep. that's something that fills you. Yes. So we're taking the spin a little bit different for us and making sure that we're doing a video series that speaks to our core values, which is charity. And that is the key to, stay. I want to say again, like if you're watching, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. That's I'd like to do it. No, no, no. Like if you like food, if you like, like what I love, like I was listening to Seth Godin a couple of days ago and he's like, look, there is a tribe for everyone. Yes. Like that's what you got to get. But like, who is your tribe? Like he said, you know, there's the red hat ladies and there's like hundreds of thousands of women around the country that show up in, in groups to hang out with their Red, red hats, hats on and that's their thing. So if you're a red hat lady and you're not marketing to the red hat ladies, mm -hmm. you'd be making a mistake. Right. In your case, it's charity. It's something about the military. Yes. I know you do a lot of charity stuff, but you, you took a different direction from our little mastermind session about the 60 lessons in 60 years. Mm -hmm. Speak to that for a second. So when we were in February, give, give them the whole concept so they get what yeah, we were talking about. Here. It was the, it's the Tom concept because Tom talked to us that we, Dwayne and I've been doing business together for combined 60 years. So he said, why don't you come up with a weekly, a weekly um, two minute show that you just say, hey, here's lesson number one, here's lesson number two, and all the way to 60 lessons. So we've done everything from why the as is contract is not as is, mm -hmm. um, oh. to the difference between, you know what the difference is between Walmart and Tiffany's is. Yeah. And so then we give yes. them just a two minute, yeah, I bet you do, <laughs> right. I bet she does, yeah. yeah but so think about it. 60 lessons in 60 years of real estate gives them 60 pieces of micro content to put into YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, da, awesome. da, 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 right? And they're all two minutes or less. Yeah. They're all two minutes or less. Tom and I are going to do one on talking about coaching, why a coach is so important yeah. and why we have a coach. Yeah. Um, it's important. 
So, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's that, everything. So each of the lessons. So we kind of talked to the people out there and say, okay, what are what are the lessons that you think would be interesting? And mm-hmm. we've had them. Um, why closing earlier is better than cl- why closing earlier is better than closing later. And then we had stories. Well, you know, we've had two closings that were supposed to close, and somebody passed away, and it didn't get closed. And talk about you know the people are in a hotel, and they're like. People don't think of that stuff. Yeah. They always say, well, I'd rather close you know, two months from now. Well, a lot can happen in two months. And I what know. if your deal doesn't close and you're going to Texas and you're moving away, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So yeah. you were able to share these stories, but when we were able to do it on the 60 lessons, a lot more people get to see them. Yeah. And how do you, so you, you guys are filming these, do you, do you do, like give us the sort of the tactical side. Do you take one day and shoot it? Do you have you like do you do like one a day and then somebody publishes it like how no, does it we, work? No, we're we're typically doing two to three a week. Okay. So we're trying to get ahead of it, and now we're doing something else that is called a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking you know real fast to a house, and usually the high end houses, and we'll say yeah. you know we'll talk about the house, but they'll ask questions like you know what's something that somebody doesn't know about you, Tom? And you'll say hey you know I got my pilot license when I was sixteen. Oh that's great. Well tell us about this. Tell, so it's a walk, and in the meantime you're getting to see this house that would not get exposed. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that now every week also. That's very cool. So that's like Christoph Chu's drive time videos, yes. which are ridiculous. If you've not seen Christoph Chu, go to Christoph Chu on YouTube and watch his drive time videos. He's been doing it for 11 years now. And they're really great. Millions they're really great. They're really great. Hey, I'm walking, you know, we're, we're driving through this little community in Brentwood. And then he described, like he, he is the absolute knowledge broker yes. of every one of those towns. He really is. It's he unbelievable. Is, yeah. So I'm sorry. So walk and talk, go back to the tactics. If I'm on your social channels, mm-hmm. when do I get these videos? How do I get them? Are, am I on all the channels, some of the channels? Like, what's the distribution like? You know, I have no idea because you know Dwayne <laughs> does that. Dwayne? Where's Dwayne when you need him? Okay, does it get emailed? It does. It is does. it on YouTube? It is. Is it also embedded on your website or do I get redirected to YouTube? You, I don't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Dwayne knows. <laughs> yeah, it better, it better be embedded on your We're website. Because otherwise, <laughs> the traffic goes to YouTube. We want the traffic on your website where you have all right. your CTAs and join my list and be I'm a part sure of our. I'm sure it is because yeah, that's, yeah. that's what Amy does. I mean, we've got the marketing department. Would I find it on Instagram Story? Yes. Okay. Would I find all your stuff on Instagram Stories? No. IGTV? No. What? What? Treasure well, Davis, are you coachable? Yes. Mark Zuckerberg is giving away free views right now for yes. any video you put on IGTV. You will get a 40, 50, 60, 100 times, 200, 300, 400 time lift in views by taking the same piece of content and putting it on IGTV. It's got to be more than a minute long. It's not going to be around forever. This is one of those like, but wait, there's more. You have to act now. Mm-hmm. Like we should Done. run out right now and put all videos on IGTV. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. What are people saying? Because this is early for you. You're only, you're only four or five months into this. Correct. We're only on show number, tw- we've, we've shot 13 shows and we've probably only got eight of them out there because we're doing every week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but we had to hire a videographer. We had to hire yeah. all this yes. stuff to, yes. to, to get ramped up to yes. get this stuff done. Can somebody do it on their iPhone or do they have to do it on a video? Uh, like, do you have to get a videographer now? No. Or? You, you don't have to. No. We do some of our shows with the phone and we do mm-hmm. some of them with the videographer. So it's a mix of both. Yeah. So for us right now, we're building up all of our content so then we can publish it out you know, we had to build up to it. Like we tried to hire a videographer. It mm-hmm. wasn't quite the right mix for us. So yeah. we had to find a videographer that we liked that we could work into our schedule. Like yep. not everybody can afford to have a full-time exactly. videographer. Exactly. So we're doing what works for us. We have them come in and film twice a month mm-hmm. and we just film from 10 to five. We just have wow. all of our videos Smart. lined up Smart. and we just have them boom, 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 boom. Change boom. your outfits or not? No. Ah, yeah, so this do. is like pretty much the new Tom Ferry outfit, right? Yeah. I'm like, screw it, I just wear a blue shirt and a hat every day. We change them yeah. every time. Every okay. time. Yeah. When we, we're shooting videos, we, we always have other shirts. We yeah. don't because we're going to mix them in. So some of them were like videos we're sending to yeah. our You're clients. You're not saying, hey, it's June 3rd. 
right? You're like, hey, today we're talking about such and yes. such yeah. community or, yeah. Okay, yeah. smart. And so then doing our Live Love 719 series, we're also filtering in things about real life. So realtors that have mm -hmm. real stories and we're starting with our team of how yeah. they balance having brand new babies. How do they balance being pregnant yes. and still doing clients? Yes. How do they mm -hmm. handle things when tragedy happens? How do yep. they balance their business? What does that look like? And giving people real life, not just everything looks brilliant. Look, look how many houses we sell. Yes. We're number one again. Yeah, and yeah, they're tired yeah. and yeah. we don't work any, yeah. we, you know, look at travel look at, for two hours to see Tom Ferry. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> look, Hey, look at the success of million dollar listing of uh, fix and flip with like Tark and his wife. And even through a divorce, they're still like, they were still rocking, still right? Rocking. Didn't make a difference. Yes. Jesse Rodriguez to show the, you know, vintage fix and flip. One of our clients that we've had multiple clients, obviously on the million dollar listing, but like now, like all of a sudden people are finally realizing people want to know what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. They want yes. to see behind the scenes and you know what they love? when you're not the hero, right? when you totally screw up and then you figure it out and you solve the problem and they yep. see and they go, oh, she's real. She's real. Yes. She's real. One of the best posts that I did, I was sitting on the floor at my daughter's basketball practice and I'm handwriting letters to my clients yeah. of what I wanted to say to them. And I posted it. I'm like, here I am. I'm mom at basketball and it blew up. Of course. Yeah. And people just wanted to see that. And I'm like, I wasn't doing that for any reason. I was just showing real life. Showing this is what it looks like. Yeah. Every bit of it and what people want to see and knowing that we are real people with real emotions. And I think that that sometimes make transactions and relationships go better when they realize like everybody has a struggle Yes, and not and, everything's perfect. And that's what coach Mike encourages yeah. us to do. He's encouraged us to put a lot of stuff about family, what you're doing yes. on your website. So people know that you're a real person. You're just not a yes. worker. Yeah. They want to know that you go to basketball. They want to know that you go to tennis with your kids. They want to know yep. that, Hey, you know, we, uh, you know, my son just got, you know, straight A's. They, they yeah. want to know that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you'd be shocked how many people write back, you know, I mean, several hundred people write back on that type of stuff. So oh, it's yes. great that you can do the personal stuff, yes. the real estate stuff, but it's also wonderful to do the personal. You, I would argue that in the, like I, I used to get it from my contemporaries. Like, why do you post stuff that's about your personal life? And my response is, I don't know, because like, I'm a human, I'm a brand. I want people mm -hmm. to know and understand me. So like, like that's the game. I do a, a photo with my wife in it. Three times the well, likes yeah. and hearts and well, I know. So much prettier. Please, Aww. thank you. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but again, like it's like business, business quote. Make more phone call to your thing. Da, 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 da. Photo with Kathy and everybody's like, yeah. right. I think it's the same thing today, right? Mm -hmm. Like you showing your daughters, you sitting there on the floor, like writing notes, right? Um, so all right, look, we're in a transition. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. Referral sites, referral fees, big companies coming into as some people describe it directly into the vein to suck the commission out of your pockets. What say you? I like them. I like them. We didn't like them a few years ago, but you've really talk, talked us into liking them. And the reason we like them is because- You know someone watching right now is going, it's Barry's fault. Yeah. Barry's <laughs> the one that's doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. need to explain them. No. Okay. But, okay. So we, no, we used to like hate them. Why yeah. did you hate them? We didn't like paying the fees. Yeah. We like it because it, 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 our, our return yeah. on investment- was like, yeah. oh man, it's killing us. I mean, it, no, it's it's it. What happened? It's a cost of business. Yeah. So what happens is on those listings that we want, we're the first to call them. We call them up and say, hey, this is Kirk with Carpenter Kessel. I want to see if I can meet with you today. I understand you're looking at selling your house, and yeah. I don't I don't go through a whole list of questions. I want to get that appointment because yes. yeah. I know there's four or five other agents behind me. They're going to call just as quick. Yeah. I want to be the first one in that door. Yeah. And then, then at that point, you know, we send them stuff. And so that's one of the things Mike's got us doing, Coach yeah. Mike. He's got us sending them stuff, you know, com yeah, confirming email, appoint yep. everything. Yes. It's yeah. unbelievable the stuff he's got us doing yeah. ahead of time. So when we get there, we shine compared yes. to the other realtors. Why do you think so many agents are complaining about these referral fee models when they have paid agent-to-agent -agent referral fees and relocation for 
Decades. Decades, yeah. Why do they complain about this and not about agent agent referral fees or about relocation? They complain about it all. <laughs> Honestly. That's, a great they do. That's true. And, that is. and sometimes there's, there's some like, I don't want to pay that referral fee. It's yeah. like, I will write you that check all day long. Yeah. When people are like, will you pay a referral fee? Absolutely. I yes. will gladly. Yes. I will not look at that check yeah. twice. Yep. I built my business on referrals. Something is better than nothing. I'd yep. rather have them take 30% of it and me still get something because then I've built that relationship. Yep. And the people that you've come, that I've come along and met and gotten to know and that are started off as clients and now are lifelong mm -hmm. friends, those are priceless relationships yes. and they are my biggest advocates and fans that I wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have paid that referral fee. Well, remember what you so. said earlier is on that referral fee that you paid for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, all of a sudden the Smiths now send you two more referral yes. referrals that you didn't have to pay a referral yes. fee on. You so just you opened up to their whole network. Yes. yes, you just opened the whole network of friends that they have. And if you had to pay that one referral fee, you wouldn't have got that new network. But And it's with that, but it's building that authentic relationship. It's not just about how fast can you write me that check. Yeah. It's all about the commission check. No, it's not. It's about, the, of course I have to make money. That's how I pay my, you know, that's how I feed my family, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's so much more than that. And I think once our industry elevates to we're real people in business, taking care of people in the best way and not trying to gouge each other's eyeballs out and spend so much time hating what's going on and embracing it and going full steam ahead with it, we're going to be so much better off as an industry. Okay. So I'm going to say something. I think right now there's two people watching this that are saying this was a total plant. Fairy's full of shit. He just wants people to like, you know, be okay with OpCity and Realtor.com or Zillow or, you know, whatever it may be, or maybe he's an investor at a bunch of these companies. And I want to just go for the record. I do not give a shit, first of all, about your opinion. I don't. I really don't care. <laughs> what I do care about is the consumer consensus, the, the what they say about real estate agents yes. is horrible. Horrible. You with me? And I don't care. Look, I didn't care about Facebook. I didn't care about LinkedIn. I didn't care about faxing. I didn't care about phone calls. I didn't care about hiring telemarketing centers. The only thing I cared about was getting clients. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then once I got the client, it was up to me to nurture the relationship. Right. So if I had to pay $50 for a Facebook ad or $400 for a Google ad or $250 for a LinkedIn, you know, uh, lead, if you mm -hmm. will, not ad lead. I didn't care Yes, because I knew how to monetize enough on the back end and build better relationships. So I just want to say that because I know at least one person's going, oh, this is, yeah, because people, people get up in arms on this. Like you guys see the, like the social chatter when people mm -hmm. are like, you know, screw that company. They're trying to take over the, shut up. It's going to change. It is <laughs> right? what it is. It's right. like, it's yeah. like someone saying, oh, we don't want to fly airplanes, you know, a hundred years ago. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hello. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. the only way to get from yes. point A to point B anymore yes. unless you want to spend days driving. Yeah. So it's just part of progression. Yeah. And it's leveraging every single deal into five other deals. Yeah. And how do you leverage it and what's bingo. the best way to do it? Yeah. Bingo. So. Bingo, bingo, and bingo. This is part of the this yeah. is part of the change. This is no different from like um, I was thinking about like in the early days of my career, if somebody asked me, How did you advance? My answer was I did my job and then I did my boss's job, mm -hmm. right? And asked for no extra money. Mm -hmm. Just I'm just going to do their job better. So they moved up, so I moved, moved up, up with, with them. them. That's a yes. great and, point. And That's a great point. I think it's like, you know, being maybe being raised by a single mom, but even though you guys all know who my dad is, like he was on the road and traveling. It's my mom who's like, look, this is, look at Tom, you need to clean your room and your sibling's room. Mm -hmm. You need to make yourself food and everybody else food. Like maybe it's just because I was raised that way. So when I look at stuff like this, like it's like, um, it's like getting on an airplane and spending five grand to go fly and see Mike Vance to get an hour of his time, mm -hmm. right? That I was willing to pay for access to grow and to, to grow. get better. And to me, I look at it maybe just like, I just want you guys to get like my point of view. 
do I want these guys to make a fortune off, you know, maybe your hard work? I don't want them calling your, I don't want like what happens to you. They go to home light and they know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that does happen. That's why we want to talk about marketing. Right. But I want to be clear when it happens, you got to maximize mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and, so, and when they do know me, I'm excited because they say, hey, how are you? We were going to yeah, call you, yeah. and we get the, we get the appointment. Because, yes. again, my whole goal is to get in that door before yes. the other five realtors get in there. And believe me, sometimes they all five get in there. So you're, you're definitely competing, and you better make sure you have a better mousetrap. You better yep. make sure. Here's what Dwayne always says. You better be better than the Internet. Bingo. So yes. how, do you, how are you better than the Internet? Um, I think we just, we're, our, our goal is mm-hmm. to give you the best service that you could ever ask for. So, yep. you know, our goal is always, we love the, the, the Ritz-Carlton. So it's like, yeah, yeah. we're going to give you a Ritz-Carlton service and here's what we're going to do. And here's how we're going to do it. And we've got a map mm-hmm. that shows you from the, from the time we meet you, with you today until the time you go live, here's what we do. And literally it outlines everything. Nobody else has that. Yeah. Here's what we're going to, so they, they, what you do is you show them, you know, what, what they can expect and when it's going to be done. And they're like, oh, wow. Because sometimes they think you're going to list it today. It's going to be online tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't even get my photographer. I mean, it doesn't work yeah. that way. So here's how we do it. You've got to expel out all the expectations so they understand it clearly. Yeah. Great. I actually got kind of heated and pissed when I was saying that earlier. I'm really yeah, glad you, you calmed were, me down. You were like, whoa. <laughs> no, because it just, there's always someone that's like, oh, fairy's just got an agenda. Right? It just, it, you know, it just does kind of occasionally ruffle okay. my feathers. Um, look at this list. Uh, effectiveagents.com, mellowhome.com. By the way, Chris Heller used to run that company. He's now over at, uh, now with the AI guys over at Ojo, dear friend. Uh, Top tier leads, all the leads, one, two, three, home key. I mean, it's just on and on and on. Like pages. There's like 36 different sites that an agent could be a part of. And and I'm glad like, so again, wrapping up on opinions about this, love them, hate them, maximize it. How do you maximize it? Love it, take it, make it one of your lead pillars not the only lead pillar you're Bingo. doing. That's a good point. Do you have to change your financial model at all? Like, like what happens if you give it over to a sales agent on your team and you're paying a 35% referral fee? I mean, reload, 42% referral fee, right? Comes off the top. Yeah. And no change in, in splits? No. No. Okay. Because the cost is still the cost of running yep. the team and the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, let's go. Ready? Next one. Future of teams. Are they going to implode? Has everyone figured out this doesn't work? teams I think are just going to get stronger. Mm -hmm. You know, Zello is saying that if you aren't a platform user with them, it's going to be much harder to get into it as they go to the flex model and some other things that they have going on. I kind of feel the same with teams. Like we're already so far ahead because when I'm meeting with someone, we were talking about this earlier, when you're meeting with someone that's solo, you're not solo, but if you were, and then I can say, when a lead calls, they're going to get eight of my salespeople all at the same time. And when someone has a listing question, they're going to get five of us all at the same time. The phone rings to us simultaneously. So we're not missing anything. And then you have someone who's solo that's skiing on the weekend and can't answer the phone. You have an offer that comes in. They don't have time to leverage it into multiple offers. Yeah they're going to have a hard time competing against the teams that are offering all of that and can take better care of clients. So I think the teams are going to get stronger. And I think that we're just going to be able to offer better, quicker, more efficient customer service. So five years from now, one in blank agents will be on a team five years from now. One out of blank. How many? I think one out of five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, what do you I, say? I think she's pretty close. 1.4 million realtors in, in the U S and you know, 10 million around the world. Right. So, mm-hmm. but I go back to you. I say, I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'd say one out of five. So 20, 20, 20%. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but go back to the question you said earlier about the, 
the single agent doing six or seven deals, mm -hmm. I think he or she will benefit from being on that team, even doing their six or seven deals, yep. as long as they let the team leader, which is Dwayne and myself on our team, know that, yep. hey, I only want to do six or seven deals. Yes. So here's what I want to do, yeah. but I need your support so that I can go to the basketball games so I can have a real life. Yeah. And that's what the team's going to afford. It's, it's going to elevate the entire industry. I really believe it. Yeah. I really believe it. The ones that think they can do it on their own, you're doing a transaction. Oh, I want to see your listing today, Tom, at three o'clock. I can't get you on the phone. All of a sudden, now I missed that showing. And what have you done? You've done a disservice to your seller. Yes. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we explain to sellers all the time when they say, we're going to be the single agent. Well, what happens when your agent's not available and somebody calls and wants to see it at three o'clock today? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Well, we have, just like Treasure said, we have eight other people that, on the team that can show it with a drop of a hat. So we're going to call you and say, hey, can we show the house today at three o'clock? You're going to say, yeah, great. Come on. Is that how you actually talk to your sellers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can actually Sometimes. see you do it. Sometimes. 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 You have yeah. such a personality. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other thoughts on team? Otherwise, I'm going to hit you guys with, uh, with two fun ones. Okay. I'm ready for fun. All right. I'm you ready? ready? Yeah, let's have some fun. Okay. So I want to know, how are you winning listings? What is your greatest degree of separation? And then what are you doing about fees? How do you handle the commission act to me? So what are you doing to win the listing? You're competing. He was kind of going in right there, like team versus solo agent. You're in a competitive market. He's in a competitive market. Everyone listening and watching is in an is. uber mm -hmm. competitive market. So like, it is what it is. You either compete or you don't. What do you do that wins the business? Well, we watched one of your shows. I wish I remembered what number it was that it talked about the pre-listing packet. Oh, yeah. Do you yep. remember that yep. number? It's like the I 10 ways to, yes. to improve your listing performance or conversion, yada, yada. Right? So it was doing the pre-listing packet. So yep. we send them our pre-listing packet before we even walk in the door. Physical package or email? Email. Okay, so what's included in, give us an example of what's included in the email. So a quick thing on our stats, our CMA, our marketing plan. And okay, let me, help me understand. Is that like all like one giant email? It's or a bomb I, bomb. Oh, okay. So, and so, so it's yeah. a video from me yep. saying, I look forward to meeting with you. Um, and in the video, it talks that we show like the house and what we're doing to get ready for meeting with them. It's real quick. Like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And do you shoot it fresh every time or mm -hmm. is this repurposed? Nope. We shoot it fresh every time. Wow. It takes a second. Yep. Um, it's a bomb bomb. It's casual. It's, and it's the same script over and over and over. So right. you're not reinventing the Unless wheel. it's something that we're like, hey, this is a unique horse property for us. We're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so we send the video to them and embedded in that are links yeah. where they can see their realist report. They can see the market analysis. They yep. can see our marketing plan. We're mm -hmm. not hiding anything. They can see all of that. So when we walk in the reviews, no reviews, reviews we okay. have a link to our reviews um, and we send that to them. And so a lot of agents are still showing up to appointments with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And so we walk in already winning the listing because we already did so much work before we even got there. And you're making it easy. They're, they're like literally walking out of the bathroom or into the bathroom mm -hmm. and they're checking their phone like, oh, Treasure Davis, okay. Oh, wow. Right? And they see it all. I, I really I know don't you hate that example. But, you know, but I mean, like, but literally, I, I, I try, like, it's, it's that real for people. Right. Right? I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm watching, you know, I'm Billy Bob. I'm watching TV. Billy Bob. I could be Susie, right? And I'm watching TV. And I, I'm not interested. And I look down and I'm like, okay, that's right. I'm meeting with Treasure in two days. Wow. 395 reviews. Here's the marketing plan. Whoa. Right? Like, and if you're not, if, you know, if someone else doesn't send it, your competition, 
it's a great degree of separation. Yes. Well, and, and I'll bet nobody else is sending it. I'll bet nobody else in your market. If, if, it's, if it is, it's very rare. So by her sending that out, it separates her already from the masses. Yep. Does that make sense? Because yes. they're all looking at it. They all get it on their phones. Yeah. They can be 75. My, yeah. my folks would look at, oh, Treasure sent me something. They look at it and they may not figure it all out, but they do look at whatever's important to them. Like for me, yes. reviews are important. Yes. I yes. read reviews, reviews all the time. Yeah. If you get a bunch of bad reviews, I'm like, ah, this might not be the person for me. Yeah. The reviews to me are like, like top of the list. Google and just put out a stat. 88% of all consumers read reviews, mm -hmm. right? 88% re read reviews. Uh -huh. and, and that's that's a big part of their, their sort of buying process. Mm -hmm decision-making process. And then they said 11% don't read reviews. And then 1%, like, I don't know, just not even there. The right? thing I want to talk about reviews that I think a lot of realtors get hung up on, mm -hmm. I did myself, was yeah. when you get that one off that's a bad review yep. and you die over it. Yeah. You're like, I didn't see that coming. I don't know how it happened. You call them, you make it right. But the review is still out there. Yeah. And so you'd call and you're like, I don't know what to do with, the, with this review. It makes it, it, what I learned over the years, and it's taken me years because mm -hmm. no one likes a bad review. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it happens every once in a while is, first of all, making it right for the consumer, mm -hmm. responding to all the reviews online, and knowing that that's part of the process. If everything is five-star, people aren't going to find that those are valid. Mm -hmm. no. So having a one-off that's a bad review lets them know that this is a real site. Yep. They're actually verified reviews. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and so we go into the appointment prepared, ready to go. And then after the appointment, we send old-fashioned thank you cards, yep. thanking them for the appointment. And then nice. we send them a text video. That way, no matter which demographic they want, yep. they're getting it both ways. Yeah, modality, right? Up. Modality, physical or video. Yes. That's a great idea. Okay, so so pre-listing package, and then when you show up, we'll get into that in a minute. So what do you do? What's like? What's the degree of separation? I mean, is it is it because there's two of you showing up? Is it the team? Like, why do you guys win listings when you are competing? Well, I want to put it out there. That it's because of Mike, our coach, Mike, he's definitely doing it. <laughs> no, we love Mike. Mike's a great guy. He pushes you guys hard. He pushes really, really hard. Yes. And so, you know, we look at the numbers all the time. Of course, Dwayne's always looking at the numbers. Yeah. And right now we're running a little over 80% of all the appointments we go on, we take. Mm -hmm. So that's a high, it's conversion. a real high. And how conversion. many listing appointments will you go on in a typical week? Our goal is to go on three a week, just okay. three. Yep. So but I like that. Just, just three, three. <laughs> just three. We'll take, take five percent of them, but we'll do three. But yeah. that's just Dwayne yes. and I. So the yes. rest of the team plus is, the team yeah, plus the team. Yep. So Dwayne and I, we talk to the people. One of us talk to the people. We always, almost always go together. So it's, it's rare that we don't like I'm out of town this week. He'll go either with myself or with one of the marketing people. But, it, you know, it'll be sometimes himself. It depends on who the people are. Yep. If there are referrals that, that came from him and he knows them really well, he won't take somebody from yep. marketing. But we usually try to go with two people because what it does, it gives you a chance to kind of, as you're going through the presentation, somebody says, hey, by the way, let me show you this. Let me show you that. We're looking for their hot buttons because everyone's yep. got a hot button. Mm -hmm. And typically, the husband's got one hot button and the wife's got another hot button. And if the wife doesn't like you, you ain't getting the job. So it's yep. like, all right, how do, we, how do we make sure we cover all the important things for them? Yeah. There's plenty of times we don't send. I, I was laughing because Treasure Sensor CMA or, or an out, we don't send that ahead. Mm -hmm. we, we that's the one thing we take with us because we want to go through with it. When we watch the body language, if they cross the arms, like, woo, obviously we we're low. Because yeah. some of them won't tell you. You know, we want, you know, right. nine, we want 950 for the house. And you're thinking 950. And and I do that. 950. Really? Oh boy. Well, <laughs> what if the comps aren't there? Because always what, what Tom taught yeah. us is what's the motivation level? Yep. Why are you moving? Where are you going to? How yep. soon do you have to what's be there? The urgency? If they're motivated, I might take it at 950 and then I'll just letting them know it's way on top of the market. Here's what happens when you overprice it mm -hmm. and you work your way down. Yep. So I think I kind of got off on your question. No, but, that's great. I mean, the, the reality is we want that FaceTime with them. And so yes. because there's two of us, we really think it's super dynamic. 
the appointments, you know, Mike's taught us, we used to try to be out of there always in an hour. Mike's like, listen, you spend a lot of money for these leads. If you have to be there three hours, but you get it signed, be there three hours. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. For, yes. for 15, 18, 20, $30,000, shut, yeah, shut up, shut up, take your time, don't race through them. Yeah. So, cause some of them do need two or three hours. Right. Many of them just want to just tell me, some of them you go in there and they say, well, how much is it worth? They're like, well, do you want to see the marketing or anything? Because we do send them all that stuff ahead of time. We can tell Dwayne tracks it. He can tell if they opened it, how far they went through it, how long they were, yes. how long they were there. So or the we know all this stuff. The realtors that sit down, they're like, let me tell you everything about me. I was born in, yeah. you know, and this, these are all the awards yeah. that I've won. And yeah. this is everything. And people are like, I don't care. They don't want to know. Yeah. I, don't I don't actually care. read some of this stuff online and I was yes. disinterested then. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, like, not saying it's all of them me. are. Not saying all of them. Some consumers want to go deep. Right, they right. want to know all that stuff about you, especially if you become celebrities in your marketplace. Mm -hmm. But if they actually know all that stuff, they already see it all. So, right. well, and I, yeah. I, I rarely get someone to ask me that 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 type of stuff. They yeah. they want to know about them. Yes, you know yes. how are you going to get my house sold? And if you can't get nine fifty, but Joe Blow can get me nine fifty, how can he get me nine? Yeah. Well, he can't. Here's the numbers. Let's go through the numbers. We mm -hmm. have our computer. We pull the laptop out and say, here's this. What you know? What's the one comp you're basing it on? Well, it's you know Fred down the street got nine eighty, and his house was not near as updated. And so then we go to Fred's house and say, yeah, but Fred had eight hundred square be more and he had a four car garage and he was had more front of water frontage oh, oh okay yeah so so i mean there's always a reason yeah um but all sellers are emotional they, they think they okay think so let's talk about more. that right i mean this is you know I, I just did a whole thing with pipes recently like all sellers are emotional right so how do you break through the noise of the emotion right like no i want 950 treasure and i are moving we need 950 and and look you know aunt Susie said she can get me 950 kirk so she said she get a million she did. She, she did. did but I know, but we both talked afterwards and said that's probably not realistic. But right. nine nine fifty, you know, we would settle for it. And I, I know you're you're talking about like eight ninety five is a list price. Yeah, eight ninety five is a list price, and probably eight fifty is a sale price. What? So yeah, eight fifty. <laughs> she just gave you the yeah. look that you did. Yeah, yeah. eight fifty. Yeah. So so let me ask you this: How soon do you have to be? Where are you moving to? I'm moving to Orange County. And how soon do you have to be there? I'm pretty flexible. So if the house takes six months to a year, that won't that won't bother you. No. Then I would say let's price it at, at the yeah. nine fifty yeah. and try it from there. Here's what we can do compared to Aunt, what Aunt Susie's going to do for you. Yeah. But understand if it doesn't sell, you know we lost all the people that initially were sitting on the sidelines because we have a lot of people sitting on the sidelines waiting for something new. That if it was priced at nine hundred, probably would have come in and made you an offer of eight fifty. Right. But at the end of the day, if I'm correct and it ends up selling for eight fifty, you spent six months, maybe twelve months to get there. And since you have the time, it's okay. If you said, hey, I want to be there in ninety days, I'd say let's price it at a, a fair price and get it sold. Yeah. What do you do? Same situation. I say it takes three things to sell a house. Price, mm -hmm. marketing, condition. Mm -hmm. Condition you control, which we're going to help you get that set up to maximize your money. Yep. Price you control 100%. I mm -hmm. advise you, but it's ultimately mm -hmm. your decision. And the marketing we do when we update you every single day as to what we're doing as far as marketing your home. And we have a weekly meeting every month, every week on what we're doing to market your home the best. And we call you and let you know what we're doing after that. Mm -hmm. So we're updating you every single day. So you're never left in the dark to know what's going on with your home. So, but it comes down to three things, which one, you know, can we control, which is price. Mm -hmm. If you want to start high, that's great, but just know that there's an emotional factor to selling your home. And when you drive up and down your driveway every day and see the sign, or when you get the home ready every day and then you don't have a showing, that's going to be emotional on you. Mm -hmm. So which way do you want it? We can try it both ways, but we need to make sure we're doing what's best for you. Yeah. And, and nine when, out of 10 times they want to, you, let's try it to high price and see what happens. Do you, they do. Right. Do you think she said that script a few times? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I mean, she just like, goes, blah, 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 you know, eyes closed, magic, you know, Michael Jordan, like making free throws. Mm -hmm. but we're, right, what we're ahead. finding out is 
is we may get the people to do it at the 895, but by the time we're ready to go live, they've called us back and said, nah, let's bump it to the 950. Oh, we see after that. they see the pictures. All the time. Yeah, they're they like, the pictures, the, the pictures are phenomenal. Pictures are going, I yeah. can't we believe my more. house is so beautiful. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we yes. think it's worth 950. And all the neighbors are thinking we're underpricing yes. at 895. So we see a lot of that where you get it priced where it needs to be, and they bump the price because the other realtors are buying the listing. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Realtors are buying the listing. And so we go in and say, we have the same data that they do. We have the mm -hmm. same data that the appraisers do. We're not coming in to buy the listing. We're coming in to sell your home. Yeah. So well, which one the, do you want? Does the consumer understand the phrase buy the listing? When we explain it we to explain them. It to yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think the most important thing is, are they, are they motivated? If they say, when we sell, we're going to go you know, across town and buy another house, mm -hmm. there's no motivation there. So we, yeah. we would typically pass on that listing um, unless they priced it at the 895 or 900, knowing that it's going to sell at 850. Yep. If, if they've got any motivation, and sometimes you don't know, sometimes they're getting divorced and they're just happy as a lark. And yeah. you know, we look in the closet right. and see if his clothes are gone or her clothes are gone, but it, it, sometimes it's early on. <laughs> we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we check everything out. Or he's only got eight shirts in there. Well, he's probably not living here much. Yeah. You know, that type yeah. of thing. So, yep. so because they don't always tell you, right. um, you know, what's going on. Yeah. That's, that's the real. How important is self-awareness in this business? I think it's everything. Yeah. And I think it's not being so confident in yourself. You have to be confident because mm -hmm. every single day you're going on a job interview. Yeah. Every, every day. single every day. day. And sometimes you're going to win and sometimes you're going to lose. Mm -hmm. So, but I think it's also about being humble and being kind yes. and not walking in like, they're like, oh, when you walk into Starbucks, we were walking into Starbucks the other day and they're like, are you a realtor? I can tell by the way you're dressed. And I thought, not row. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. And I'm like, we are realtors. However, we do things differently. You're like, should we have not all been wearing the same red dress? <laughs> we have a photo session today. <laughs> but it's really about, again, going back to elevating our industry. Yes. We don't want to be the used car salesman. Nothing that there's wrong with that, but yeah. we don't want to be Guido on the side. Like we want to be trusted advisors. Yes. Lifelong. You are helping manage a massive asset for people. Right. When you Correct. really put Their it biggest, like, like, you know, a series seven license asset. is uh -huh. not yes, a real estate license. Financial. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So commissions, how do you guys handle commission objections? Um, Kirk, Kirk, listen, I mean, Treasure and I have like, we've done our research. We know the average commission now in the marketplace seems to be five, but we have this guy, you know, uh, Billy Bob who keeps saying he'll do it for 4%. And if he sells it himself, he said he'd do it for three. Yeah. And my question is, what is, do you have Billy Bob's marketing package? Let's go through his marketing package because here's ours. We've been through ours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're at 6%. Mm -hmm. We give two and a half away to the other agent and we keep three and a half percent. One percent we spend approximately on marketing. So my question is, if we're getting two and a half and Joe, the other realtor is getting two and a half that sells it, mm -hmm. assuming somebody else sells it mm -hmm. and one percent goes to marketing, what would you like to cut out? Well, I mean, you know, somehow Billy Bob said he was able to do it. You know, he says he's going to market the place and it's going to be on every website and he's going to do a professional video. And well, let's know. pull up Billy Bob's production mm -hmm. and we pull it up on the computer and say, oh, mm -hmm. Billy Bob sold seven houses this year. We sold 223. Mm -hmm. Would you rather list with someone that does 223 sales per year? Which means we, we've handled over 500 transactions because you have buyers and sellers on both sides. Mm -hmm. Do you want someone that does that or do you want someone that does seven? I don't know. I'm just kind of old school. I mean, I figured like, I mean, you know, if he's selling seven or eight, he must know what he's doing. And at the end of the day, like we really just need every dollar out of this deal. I mean, that's really all it is. I mean, you, you guys are super qualified and we're very impressed by you. We, you know, like we're just, we're in a situation right now where like every dollar matters. And yeah. we saw the car you drove up in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The, re the reality is this is what we charge. We, we're, mm -hmm. we're not prepared to go any lower. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to have us work for you, we're super happy to work for you. Um, if it doesn't work for you, we understand. And we'd walk away. Yeah.
-hmm. How many times do you, like if you, if you're listing 80% of your appointments, let's just say for easy math, you're going on, you're going on 10. I know it's 12. Um, so you know, nine out of 12, whatever the number is, Mm -hmm. what percentage of the time is it over fees? Less than one. Less than one person. Yeah. Interesting. It's typically not because they, they want the service. Yeah. They're, they're calling us because they're like, Oh my gosh, this is all the stuff. Dwayne has a a saying always that you can do the best video in town, but if you don't know how to get the video out so people can see it, it doesn't work. MLS is going to put it out there between 300 and 400 websites. Yep. At that point, then what happens? If you list with Billy Bob, which mm-hmm. is what, who you're thinking about listing with, who's going to say he's going to be able to field that call? If, right. if Billy Bob's not there and he can't field the call, you may have the perfect buyer, but he, he can't service you. So if he doesn't sell the house, guess what? How much commission he charges you? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And mm-hmm. there's sellers in situations for every demographic. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. So... For example, I don't know if you know about this, but when I did Tom X, mm-hmm. I was getting ready, preparing my speech the night before in Vegas, and I went to try on my dress because I wanted to make sure everything was perfect, and I punched myself in the face. <laughs> I was adjusting my dress and punched myself in the face. My lips swelled up, started gushing down my dress, I remember this. and I freaked out. Yes. Ran down to the pool. That's a great story. I'm not and laughing at you. I'm you just are. It's a hysterical story. I'm I mean, thinking maybe the dress was too tight. Yeah. If she what? couldn't get it her arm through it, and she hit herself in the lip. What happened? <laughs> I'm trying to visualize this whole thing. My dress was tied up top. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which it should be. Yes. Okay. Yes. Shouldn't be loose and baggy. I'm not in prison anymore. I, yes. <laughs> Were you in prison? You mean working the prison? Yes, I did. Sorry. So you punch so yourself in the I face. You got blood face, gushing everywhere. Blood gushing. I run down to the pool. My team is at the pool. I'm in my dress. I'm hysterical. The thing about this story is there's a choice that I could have made. Yeah. I could have gone to Walmart or I could have gone to Nordstrom. Yeah. I chose Nordstrom. I wanted to walk in. I wanted to get what I needed. I wanted to be well taken care of. I wanted to get out. Yep. So we're looking for the consumer that wants to be well taken care of, that wants to walk in, crying their eyes out. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing this huge thing. I want this. The girl said, okay, we got this. I see your dress. Try this one. Try this one. Do this. I was in and out of there in 30 minutes. Yeah. Back to life. That's what people want. Mm-hmm. And the people that don't are not our people. The people yeah. that want to pay the discount brokers that don't want to be on the MLS Guess what? We had a past client who said, Treasure, I love you. You've stayed in contact with us, but we really care about the fees. I said, good luck to you. Yeah. I wish you all the best. I understand. Backed up, stayed in contact, watched silently on the sideline, didn't do any sign crossing. When it didn't sell and it expired, I called him and said, I would like to resell your home. I see that it expired. He was like, I should have never done that in the first place. It never sold. They never put it on the MLS. And I'm like, that's how your home's going to sell. Yeah. But when they're paying these discounted fees, th- something yeah. is being missed. Yeah. And we're not missing anything. Yeah. We're hitting every single demographic. Yeah. Multi-channel, multi-generational, we're hitting all of it. Yeah. And so he came back. We sold quickly, sold for more money than he had it listed for. Raving fan. Mm-hmm. But we gave them the space to make their best decision for them. You have to do that because if you push them too hard yes. to list at your 6% commission or five and a half, whatever the number you charge, yeah. mm-hmm. you push them too hard, they're going to call you the next day and say, you know, my wife and I were talking about it. We just can't afford to pay. Yeah. We need all, remember we told you we need all that yeah. money. We need that money. So yeah, 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 we're yeah. going to list with somebody else that'll do it for three and a half percent. We love gonna, you. We you know, know you're love the best. You. We appreciate it. Yeah. So you just do exactly yeah. what she said. You just yeah. continue to keep them on the mail list, keep loving on them. Mm-hmm. And then when, when it, if it does expire, which they typically do, yeah. then you call them back and say, hey, Tom, it's Kirk. I yeah. saw your listing expired today. Can we please talk again? And you just put it down there like they, and they're like, yeah. yeah, we made a mistake. Nine out of 10 times you get the listing. Right. Literally nine out of 10. And, and meeting people where they are, like sometimes they do need that. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do have a financial mm-hmm. hardship. Sometimes I will take a little bit lower because I want to meet people where yep. they are. Yes. 
Yes. If you and have to help okay. them out, it's a different story. Yes. If you have to help them out, but if they're making $300,000 on their house and they're trying to maximize every dollar, it's like, listen, guys, <laughs> right. we all, we yeah, all yeah. want to get paid We don't for this. want 299 We want 310 yeah. You're like, right. yeah. slow you're, down. You're going to make a lot yeah. of money. You're going to get 300 and here's why. <laughs> yeah. And here's how. And yes. here's how. And just yeah. map it out for them. Yeah. I mean, people we should are, go on listing presentations together. We'd have a great time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. If you put Dwayne, though, in the middle, Dwayne is like super quant, super analytical, very soft, very relaxed, and then, you know, crazy spazzos. He's saying that we're not No, 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 no. Okay, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, Whatever. The, the good I'll take part, it. But the good part back about doing the, the two yes. people on the appointments is he's able to look at them and decide, yes. okay, this this husband's all analytical. Yep. Yes. You know, he's a high I or he's a high D. And so here's how we got to kind of change this approach to, to this. Absolutely. Part. Where in the olden days, we went on a listing and said, you know, here's our script and here it is. And, you know, there's times. Hey, I, one of three things are going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then we just went back to like 1997 uh-huh, right there. I remember that. And then you're going to, you're going to say, here's, here's how we're going to do it. Here's what we're going to do. And when they go glassy out, glassy out, you're like, we lost them. Yep. We lost them. And then, yeah. so one of us will pick up on that because the other one's talking. And it's like, and I'll, I'll just do the nice little nudge and I'll say, you know, here's what I think is what you're looking for. And, da, 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 da. and then we get out in the car and we're like, oh my God. I realized what you did. And yep. it, it could be him, it could be me. Yep. But sometimes yep. you're just so in the in the the grind and the mode and the in doing the script, they don't want to know all this marketing stuff. They're already ready to sign. Yeah. If they're ready to sign. And that's what we ask them. Are you ready to sign? Well, we want to see the marketing stuff. Okay. We show the marketing stuff. Yeah. Are you ready to sign now? Well, we want to know what the commission rate is. Yep. And here's the commission. You know, and you you address, are you ready to sign now? How many times do you ask them, are you ready to is this does this work? Are you ready to sign? Yeah. It's so funny. I think like, that's phenomenal. The, the call that I talked before we did this interview, literally the guy called and said, I called your office. I did a free coaching session. I just wanted to sign up. Can I just give you my credit card? I like I that. Like, I was like, sure. Okay, yeah. let's go. Give but, it to me. We, we sometimes forget that <laughs> yeah. the decision's already been made. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and that goes back to that whole self-awareness thing. Like, do you have the self-awareness to read the people mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on? Do I have the high quant, high analytical? I better feed the numbers. Mm-hmm. And then with treasure, I need to have like, we need to talk about why this house is great and who the ideal buyer is and what the avatar, whatever it is. Like yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a delicate dance. I mean, I think there's a reason why there's so many agents out there that struggle over commission because when they show up, their presentation is just not where it should be, not where it needs to be for the savviness of the consumer today. And I How think it's also identifying who the decision maker is oh, in the yeah. process. Yep. I think sometimes people forget Yes. in every industry. How do you do it? I mean, you can quickly tell who the decision maker is. How? It's just engaging with both of them and seeing like who's asking the questions and who's giving you the tour of the home yeah. and who is really mm-hmm. in the mix of it and who's kind of more sitting back. You can't ignore either one of them, but I think it's really important to make sure you're engaging both decision makers because you really don't know until you start building that rapport with them as to what that is. And it's also figuring out their personality styles. Mm -hmm. You know, with our coach, we spend a lot of time on personality styles and then what they do under pressure and how do we, you know, communicate Mm -hmm. with them and how do we do the NLP and the tie downs and how do we make sure that what we're saying matters? Yes, 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 yes. Thoughts? How do you, how do you determine who the decision maker is? I always assume it's the wife. Yeah. And then I work my way. Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's the wife and then yeah. I work my way down from there because yeah. what happens is <laughs> I work my way down. Work my way down. Every, okay, my every husband's like, every husband's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but ultimately the wife's going to say, I have to deal with this, these, these guys. Yeah. Um, I have to deal with their team and I don't yeah. like them. Yeah. So he may be ultimately the, the, the decision maker, but she really is a decision maker. Yes. So at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we cover both their needs. Yep. But I'll give you an example. We went on one the other day. The wife was 100% sold on us. Husband had never met us. Yep. Um, and we sent our stager in there to do stuff and get all the stuff done, which we try not to do before we get the listing signed. But this was one of those. She's like, well, should I do this? And should I do that? And 30 years they've been in the house. Yeah, you should mm-hmm. do a lot. Yeah. So we, we got all this stuff done, um, met with the husband. He was 
all num all about the numbers. So you know, we went over the numbers mm -hmm. with the husband. The wife all all along is ready to sign, and we just kept doing. Does this does this work for yeah? And and they had the same objection. Well, what about the commission? And you know, could you do five and a half? Because somebody else will do it. We knew she was ready to sign, so we yeah. just kept saying, okay, this is what we can do. You know, are you okay signing now? And, like, and the husband would say, well, you know, I really, yeah, I really would like to see if you could do a little more on the commission. So I look at the wife and say, are you happy with what we're going to do? She's like, yeah, honey, I really like them. And they signed. They yeah. signed. The house sold in 30 days. Super, super happy. That's what you want. You want happy customers. You want raving, yep. raving fans. Yep. But but he was trying to, 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 sure. to renegotiate a little yeah. bit. And she's like, let's sign the stuff. Come on. Yeah. It worked out perfect. Now, they did bump the price by five grand. And then ultimately, we, we, every 30 days, we meet with them. So at 30 days, I had already primed them at three weeks and said, listen, you know, that five grand changes you. It was 475, should have yeah. been, it, they bumped it to 480. I said, when you pull the MLS, you're going to go to 475. They don't pull full 476, 470. No. no. So 480 no. is a wrong no. number. And yeah. ah, I really want that, just what you said. I really want that $5,000. It's five grand. Yeah, it's yeah, five yeah. grand. Yep. And so um, we ended up 30 days, less than 30 days. Yep. I called him 20, day 21, said, hey, we're going to meet. You realize in about 10 days, we're going to talk about the price. Yeah, we've been talking. I talked to the wife. Yep. Yeah, we've been talking about it. Next day, she emails me, drop it to 475, household within a week with two offers. Yeah. It's so, just because more people can pull it. Of course. It wasn't of course. It's just not getting pulled. Yeah. People stopped at 475. So what we do when we do our price adjustments, yes. our price corrections, is we sit down at a table and we say, we're all going to write down what price this home is going to sell for. Not what you want. With the sellers. Mm -hmm. Ooh, what it's going I to actually like sell for. I love, I love that. How does that. So how does that play out? Uh, it play, So um, the last one that I just did was with an attorney. Um, oh, that clients. had to be fun. That had to be cool. <laughs> yes. I like to go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. So I sat down. We all sat across the table from each other. And I was like, we're all going to write down what the mm -hmm. home is going to sell for. Yeah. And she's like, I told you we overpriced this home. Oh. And I was like... Here we go. So we all wrote it down. Yeah. We flipped over the paper. We all had the same number. It was a $40,000 price drop. And wow. I said, are you ready to make the price drop today? Because we all know this is what it's going to sell for. Yeah. Not only. And then I said, okay, when we drop it to here, here's some other things we're going to do. It's yeah. going to reset like it's a brand new listing, but we're going to do some other marketing pieces as well. Yep. And it sold for that price on the nose, no concessions. And they were happy because we sat down, we had an education and we talked about the stats, the numbers, everything, laid it all out. I came with a ton of data, said, now that you've seen the data, let's do this. Folded it up. We all shared it, lowered it $40,000, sold for that price. I'm like, yes. Yeah, but That's a really saying, good little move. It's a great yeah. move. And she's also meeting with the people. You have to meet yes. with these sellers. Yes. So the yes. biggest complaint we hear from other, other sellers is, you know, our agent had listed yep. for six months, seven months. We never heard until the listing expired. Yeah. Right. We never heard yeah. from them. Yeah. You know, we get something, they'd email us, but we just quit reading it after a while because yeah. it didn't mean anything to us. Yeah. They want to talk. They want to meet. So every 30 days, we do a face-to-face. -face. So then, smart. Then mm -hmm. once a week, we either are calling them or emailing or both. They yep. always get an email from us every yep. week. But we either Leslie, Dwayne, or I typically call them and say, hey, we just want to let you know, you know, we had three showings and two are kind of like in the house. So we're going to watch them. Real oh, that's great. They just want to know. They just want to know that you're Keep still there, that you yeah. haven't forgotten. So that was a great move and by not keeping bringing them in. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love that. Okay. Do you guys ever use props? Pro you bring anything with you on listing appointments? I mean, like I, I think about, I go back to, I, have you seen Randy Orr's five bananas? Oh my God. Okay. So, okay. So I'm, I'm Randy. I'm sorry. Randy says, you know, the market adjusted. I've got all these overpriced high-end listings. He said, I got to the point with my coach and I, he said, look, you need to figure out some way that you're going to go in and in a reasonable way with enough rapport, get every one of your sellers to either reduce or cancel. 
you've been there before, yes. right? It's like oh, yeah, reduce yeah. or cancel, but we're, you know, we're not going to say the same. So he, you know, Randy's super creative, right? Mm -hmm. So Randy says, it's like in the grocery store, I'm sure, grabs a bunch of bananas and he goes, huh, first banana. He writes down on the banana with a black felt tip pen, 46.5. Next one, 48.7. Next one, 51. Next one, 52.5. Next one, 53.4. Writes him on the bananas. He says, Mr. Miller, we have to decide tonight. If you were walking in to the grocery store and all five of the bananas look exactly the same, which banana do you buy? The one for $53.40? The one for $50.50? The one for $46.50? Which, which one would you buy, Treasure? 46.5. 46.5. Yeah. See, that's the last sale that happened with a home exactly like yours, right? And it sold for $465 per square foot. We're currently listed at $534 a square foot. We only have X number of buyers and we have Y inventory in the marketplace. If you're priced here and the buyers want to buy here, what do you think is going to happen? Not a great analogy. Now, now Randy has on like panache on steroids, right? He says, if you don't have rapport, you cannot pull this stuff off. Nope. Right. He said, you will look like a dumbass, right? He said, but I've got so much rapport with my clients. They know that I've got this sort of comedic style about him. He's super serious, killer at what he does, but he like, he'll he's play fine. games with people, right? Yeah. So he's like, look, we got to decide which banana do you want to be, right? I've seen agents use these sort of visual props, right? Mm -hmm that just maybe stimulate the conversation, have people metaphorically get it. That's what I'm always curious. Like, you know, I've seen... Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm gonna John Arrow did the world famous $100 bill close, right? Takes 100 $1 bills and says, okay, so I charge 6%, pushes the $94 at them. Mm -hmm. And it says, I pay three over here. I spend one on marketing. One, you know, one goes to my broker, leaving me with $1 and he rips it in half and says, I live in California. You guys get 94, I get 50 cents. Are you guys okay with that? Right, like th those kinds of things. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. But it sounds like, no, you guys don't do anything like that. I'm just, I'm just curious. I think- No, but I do this all the time on the back. I turn over the contract or, yeah. and I say, okay, here's, and then I'll give them the analogy, something similar to that. Yeah. And it's not always square footage because they're like, well, we got more well, water. Of course, we got this. of course. So you have to figure out what, that, what that's going to be. Yeah. But I can say, you know, there's, here's a house for 465 yep. and here's a house for 534,000. Yep. And this 465 is super similar to what you have. Yeah. This 534, it's got two extra car garage. It's on the water. For sure. This. That's a big so, banana. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you're priced, and you're priced at the same five hundred thirty-four thousand yes. that this one is. Yeah. So the reason that we're getting, and they'll say, "Well, we have people looking at our house, but no one's buying it." Yeah, because they're buying the other stuff that's in here. Yeah. Right. They're not buying. They're not buying because you're up here. If you want to get sold, you need to be closer to that number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's so easy. If you show them, it's a visual that they can see. It doesn't, whether it's, I'm not bringing bananas, but you know, if you bring yeah. something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever resonates, again, whatever resonates with you, yep. it's, it, it will work. That's a great one. Yeah. I just think analytical people bring analytical props, numbers. And I just, I just always argue mm -hmm. the point that I think people today are looking for entertainment as much as they're looking for education about how they get their home sold. And yes. not, they don't want you, don't make me laugh. Don't sing a song in front of my house. Right. But like, you would no. laugh, but I would laugh. <laughs> but, you, but like, but the entertainment value of a presentation that makes you stand out. If everybody else goes, here's the comps, here's my marketing plan. Here's what's going on. This is what's happening. La, 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 la. What can you do? Personality props. I'm not attached to any of it. I'm just curious. Right. Walk the house, walk their competition yes. with them. Let yes. them see it. Walk yeah. it with them. Yes. Let's go view it. Let's yeah. take a look. And that's the best so, thing. And if data. Take them out and show them. The, the data, because we have so many engineers, the data really works. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. data works in my, in my marketplace. But if you occasionally... Know your customer. Yeah. If you mm -hmm. occasionally have to take them out, let's go out. Let's go look at these three houses yep. and see. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, our kitchen's kind of ugly compared to these other kitchens. Oh, yeah. Because the pictures, some of these realtors take some really ugly pictures. So the sellers think, oh, that's an ugly kitchen. Well, maybe it's not an ugly kitchen. Maybe it's just bad pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, closing thoughts because we're going to wrap this up. This was a totally random thing, like just like literally for those we who know. are watching. First of all, thank you. Yeah, they, <laughs> we they know. Were like, we know. They're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, let's just do like six or seven random topics. But you know, again, so many insights, especially like when we get into role playing, people are going to totally eat that up. The opinion stuff, I think, is important, right? I think we we're trying to maybe alter people's perspective about the change that's coming and hopefully get people on board for their own professionalism, mm -hmm. their own business. And I think that resonated mm -hmm. nonstop coming out of both your mouths. So any closing thoughts between now and the time that this, you know, these people see you at an event or they, you know, contact you online and say, hello, closing thoughts to the real estate world. <laughs> I have to think. Um, no, I mean, I, I think the, the big closing thought is, is, you know, the, and it's a sound like a sales thing. So it's mm -hmm. not a sales thing, but you know, our life was changed when we started coaching, you know, mm -hmm. with, with you. And so first it was Steve and then, you know, then we moved yeah. on to Mike. Mike's unbelievable. I mean, mm -hmm. we have a, a weekly call with him. He's reachable if I have other questions, but he's really, really given us a life. I mean, yeah. so we're not, you know, working all the time. We take great time off, but our production has been unbelievable. I mean, we'll go from 85 million last year to over hundred million this year. Um, and we work less, but we're working smarter. Yes. And so the coach is what's driving. It's, we're listening to him. And, and you said it earlier. If you don't listen to what the coach says, you're wasting your time. So yeah. if your coach is telling you to do something, go do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's the simple one. Yeah. Professional athletes, Olympians, they all have coaches in different avenues to elevate them to that next level and to keep them competitive. So not having a business coach, because most of us, I would say over 90% of us did not go to business school no. to run a real estate business, which no. is what it is. It's now a business. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. it is a huge business. And so aligning yourself with people to take you to that next level, to think of things from outside that yeah. you're not thinking of is really important. I think some things that I've just kind of been echoing in my own head is elevating our industry yeah. and taking care of each other and coming from a place yes. of being colleagues with each other and supporting each other and knowing that and having the abundance mentality, mm -hmm. knowing that there's enough for everybody. And yes, are we going to get squeezed on our commission a little bit? Yes, yeah. but that's okay because in that we can leverage relationships and we can leverage one transaction into five. And how can we do that? And masterminding with people from across the country mm -hmm. to get your business to the next level and not reinventing things, you know, going yes. to people and saying, I want this, who in our ecosystem has this, I'm going to go to them and they mm -hmm. share it within five minutes. Bingo. And that's really leveraging the industry and making us perform at a higher level and taking better care of our families and living level 10 in all areas of our lives. With so. no apologies, baby. No, no apologies. apologies. None. No None. apologies. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, for everybody watching, thank you always. And uh, Treasure, thank you. Kirk, thank you. We'll make sure that their emails are, just give them your email address really fast. And same thing for the people that are maybe not watching this on video, audio only. If they want to reach out, ask a question, got a referral for Colorado Springs, how do they reach you? Yes. So find me on social, um, mm -hmm. Treasure Davis. And Instagram is better because I'm not maxed out on Instagram over there. there. And my email is homes, H-O-M-E-S at treasuredavis.com. Love it. Yeah. And our social is Carpenter Kessel, K-E-S-S-E-L um, dot com or Carpenter Kessel. Yep. And, and we're at Gmail. So you can send me Kirk at Carpenter Kessel um, dot com. It'll come directly to me. Yep. Um, and, and Dwayne and I, you know, we'll, we'll work really hard. If you got a referral, we're, we're happy to have them. Yes. Just like you said earlier. Yeah. Yes. We want those and referrals. If they have a, and if, they and have if you have question, questions, absolutely. Send me yeah. an email, better an email than a phone call. Because yeah. it'll give me a chance to, to, to respond. To be if thoughtful, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you need, a, you need a chat or something like that, send me a, a, a quick email that says, hey, I'd love to chat with you for five minutes. And I can do it typically in the car. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of those return phone calls for, for people. Yeah. The car is a great time to to be able to catch up and it's all positive and exciting. Hey, hey, you made a lot of those phone calls throughout your career and you still do, my friend, and so yes. do you. So, yes. you know, yeah. so it's, we're just, it's just giving it back. It's yeah, giving it back. we got to give it back. So, yeah. Yeah. It's sharing yeah. where Absolutely. people don't have that information. It's 
again, yeah. elevating the industry. Yep. So Leaping forward. Sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, I love you both. Thank you so much. Thank so you. Thank, thank you so much for watching. Can't wait to see the comments. And uh, listen, remember, always your strategy matters, your passion rules. I haven't said that in a while, Rich, huh? That's like old school time for me. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. My audience did decide that. That is exactly right. But that's a whole separate podcast. All right, we're out. (laughs) See you guys. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit TomFerry.com slash podcast. That's TomFerry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.